Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. Slim. I'm gonna rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> Internet radio's finest.
my movie didn't suck. It's in 3D. It's more D's than you have. Dang it. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. The time that we will spend together, baby, will be fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. It will be fucking amazing. Will it? It will. Is that a real thing? Justin Bieber has a movie coming out? That was an old one. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. Why you would have saw it? No, I just wanted to know. I I just wanted to know what the fuck a a Justin Bieber movie was gonna be about. That's what it was about. (laughs) Are you gonna watch it? Yeah, I am. Anal Pleasure Volume really hot. Two Volume Four. I watch it naked in my bed. I was driving and I got really mad the other day. I was like, why do I want to get out and kick this bitch's teeth? And and then I realized she looked like that bitch. I was like, this is just an ugly bitch, ugly old bitch. Why do I want to be? Kick her teeth out so bad, and it was the she looked just like the bitch that was tweeting a few weeks ago. That was like, oh, <laughs> gross about the rider tweet. It's like what a fucking cunt, what a fucking cunt, ugh, piece of shit. And I got visited by two hobo Jesuses. Oh wow, this is like two. The, this is like uh, the, the, I don't know. Where's the third? The holy trilogy <laughs> coming <laughs> to uh, theater near you. I got hobo Jesus last week at this Wawa. I, I forgot to say I'm getting a coffee, and this dude's like, "Yo, my dude, can, can I ask you a question?" I'm like, what? Can I get a dollar so I can buy a coffee? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. And then he's, but he's waiting for like a sandwich. Figure out your fucking money. Like, get, right. get a little lesser of a, of a topping or something if you want a fucking coffee. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Well, maybe he got somebody to buy a sandwich, but they wouldn't give him a coffee, so he needed yeah, somebody yeah. else and to get him a coffee. I, I, got, I just woke up. I'm having a cigarette in the driveway. I just hear, yo, my dude. And I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck do you want? And I don't even look up. I'm just... On my phone playing Transformers. And, uh, yo, yo, my dude, you, you watch that show, right? I just don't say a word. And, like, after a second, he goes, Phineas and Ferb. And I'm like, no. And I just look at my phone again. And he goes, wait, you watch another show. I was like, Rick and Morty? And he, he goes, yeah, yeah. Do you know what that's aminated on? And I said, no, I don't. And he got all pissed. He just goes, fuck. And he walks away. <laughs> I guess he's going to start animating. He's going to start animating. But I just figure, I'm, like, I'm like moving up in the Hobo Jesus community. Like, they look up to me. They're like their mentor. Yeah. The ho- I got like my, uh, what's the, what's the plural for Jesus? Is it Jesus? Is that who visited me? Ho- Hobo Ooh, I think so. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. I'm like an honorary Hobo <laughs> Jesus or something. I got like my uh, HJ card. I like that every hobo so, starts his yeah. conversation with all yo, the, yo, my, my dude. dude. That's the new, that's Hobo <laughs> Jesus intro. That's how you know you're being tested <laughs> right. for the holidays. Hobo Jesus comes up, bro. <laughs> it's going to be the third one soon, I figure. It's got to be three, right? Three wise men or some shit that was who visited. I just can't believe he walked away when you were just like, no, I don't know. Like, fuck, bro. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, what is this dude going to be asking for? A cigarette, a lighter, a cigarette and a lighter? Or does he want me to sip out of his beer at fucking 1030 in the morning? Like, ugh. Just mad you don't know fuck. what fuck. Rick and Morty is. What it's animated on. Aminated. Aminated. A- he said aminated. Yes. Aminated. I'm not being uh, drunk. I'm not that drunk yet. Yeah, no, he said aminated. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. Mm. The craziest dream last week, too. Mm. I fucking just went home and just took a nap right after work. And I dreamed, like, these cannibals were fucking holding me at, like, gunpoint. And made me, like, they were, like, I want, like I had to skin myself for them to eat me. And they were going to eat whatever I skinned, like, whatever, like, I sliced off. And then they were going to freeze me to death. And, like, I guess have huh. the rest later. 
So oh, I, like, I sliced my stomach off. I had like some sweet ass like fucking uh, sharp ass like paring knife or some shit. I forget what it was, like butcher knife, and I had to slice like a layer of my stomach. Oof. And like I remember, like I was too weak to fucking cut off the last piece, so I was just hanging by like a skin. Oh and like man. bleeding the fuck out. And I woke Holy up and I was shit. so fucking freaked out. Yeah. I went out to have a cigarette and and go back to bed. But then like I'm just laying in bed and I, I was still freaking out and uh like I wouldn't touch my stomach for a while. Cause I'm like, I don't know if it really fucking happened. So finally I like forced myself to touch my stomach. It was alright. I'm like, it's all, right, it's still there. all there. <laughs> yep. That could have fucking happened. I could have did that in my sleep. That would have not been cold. A lot of fucking detail in that that dream, man. Oh, it was crazy. And it like lasted. It didn't like end. It's fucking crazy, crazy, crazy. Was it one of those where you could feel yourself peeling your stomach off? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's why it was so fucking real, so fucking real. I went to work the next day. Well, I told Ryder, she like she didn't like that. She didn't like that at all. Um, it was like you know, really rough, really rough. And I was just totally for that. But I went to work the next day, and I told everyone like, oh, I had this fucking dream. Tell my friend Mike and Kevin, and uh, there's like some new kids there. And the one dude was like. Did you do anything before, like play a video game or watch a movie? I said no. I, I went home. I, I like, I, I knew I had to write something for the show, but I'm like, I didn't want to do it. I was so tired. I just took a nap, and it wasn't even anything like from too many rapes or anything. It wasn't anything from any show I'm watching because all I'm really watching right now was uh, Breaking Bad. So yeah. it's not even like, it's not even like anything. So I don't even know where the fuck they came from. I found two from last week because we mentioned it. If you want to go to the group, because I mentioned Crispin Glover's. Uh, did you watch them? I no, I, I, ju- I just saw uh, that they Crispin were there. Crispin Glover's uh, uh, Letterman inter- interviews, because um, we talked about one last week that uh, Jimmy Fallon had. Or mm-hmm. no, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Conan. Right. Like a, this wacko in the 90s. Yeah, and this is uh, Crispin Glover's first appearance in 87 on Letterman. And, and the rest are all, all rough, too. River's Edge. Folks, please welcome Do you want to pause this real quick? Do you remember when Glover. TV was like this? Like, this was yeah. quality of TV. Yeah, like, yeah. sometimes I'll watch, like, an old Yankees clip or an old clip like this, and I'm like, wow, that's what TV fucking looked like. Mm-hmm. And it was just so shitty, so shitty. But it looked fine. You never thought about anything about it. But now if you saw this, you'd be, like, fucking pissed. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, let me just, Crispin uh, Glover. Make sure everyone gets to see this. Oh, my God, is he a fucking kook? A fucking <laughs> kook. It's just another one. I think so. I mean, I think that's just how it is. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, because the Rucker song was fine. So. Yeah, you're coming out of both of your phones. Is things going all right this summer? I'm having a very good, good summer. Yeah. Where do you live now? You live in Los Angeles? Yes, that's right. In Los Angeles. Uh-huh. I just bought a nice condominium. Condominium? Where, where's it located? Is it it's located out? just over yeah. the hill in the valley, and I'm I think really that's a happy too. about it. Did you... Uh, Time, like, I would think Hollywood, he's just, like, playing Boulevard? a character or something. Yes. Hollywood Boulevard. On Hollywood Boulevard? No. Had, a, had an apartment overlooking Hollywood Boulevard? Had a, a big high building you lived in? Big tower on Hollywood That's Boulevard? That's definitely a wig. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Then we'll just, we'll just drop that and go on to something else, all right? Do you, uh, do you... Do, do you do a lot of uh, television shows? Oh, yes. Now, because I've been... In movies that are big, and uh, I'm I'm a movie star, so <laughs> I've been on talk shows on the Johnny Carson show. Now I'm Holy here, shit. and I've been all across the United States, and I feel really good about it. So. Do you do you enjoy the experience? Are they like physical. They like like outright yes, laughing I at him. Yes, I feel very good yes. about them. Oh yeah, shoes. Yeah, I was just my screen. The shoes got like Pee Wee Herman platform shoes on. God, it's awkward. So awkward. I yes. noticed you have something there in the case. The box, the case. Yeah, this is this is nutty. I. He has this case. 
I, Is he like hyperventilating? I knew that this was going to happen. It's like Sean. <laughs> I go, can I tell you, because the the press, they can do things, they can twist things around. And what? I, Holy shit. Yeah. You're talking, I don't, look, I, the press says anxiety. things about you. In, I know, in, in, in the, <laughs> this is freaky. In the paper, this is a, a paper, the LA Weekly in, look in at Los Angeles. They said, they said about me, la-di-da, la it was at, a, I went to a club. And they said that um, it was at a meeting, You're and it said Crispin Glover, who was in a frenzy, though his bark is w actually worse than his dot dot dot. You get the point. Mm -hmm. And Paul, I've anything been... you'd like to add here? <laughs> Bro, he's shaking. And then another like... one. They said. Look at Paul. They said, they said, they said <laughs> Crispin Glover. Paul, was is, this, is this the first time you've seen another guy drown? Young letter. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. This is this is the other thing they said. Christian Glover was and he's just like yeah, he's just like for the occasion, going over them. I forget the what's in the case too. Who are trying to get next to him? Like, some like on red, white, and you uh, fucking yeah, interview. Well, <laughs> and then they you. I don't have. You seem to be distraught. They don't. You seem to be distraught. try to make me sound a lot weird and wrong. You know. Look, oh my God, so strong. Puzzles. Do you want to arm wrestle? I've been taking. No, I've taken. Oh my God, he's choking on shit. This is real. That's where he like threw a kick right at Letterman's face. I'm gonna go check on the top ten. Oh, he never showed what was in the case. Maybe in the next one he finally did, dude. He's whacked. Oh the fuck my out. god! <laughs> but he's able to like act. Like how to pause it? Uh, like uh, real quick too. Like uh, he was fucked out of. Uh, they fucked him over on in uh, Back to the Future because he was he was uh, Marty's dad in the original right. Back to the Future. The second and third one wasn't. They got another actor, but I guess just because he was he was he just was so mad. fucking yeah. Like, we don't want to deal with that again. Like let's get another actor. But they actually took like a face plant of him and like <laughs> made a mask and he ended up suing them i don't know if he won but like it was kind of shitty that they did that but would yeah. you want to work with that no. again for fucking making a movie bro there's one other one scroll down because there was one other one where like oh on the uh in the in the or... comments um i don't know maybe maybe at another time we could we'll check one out maybe next week yeah and that, that's something he did more recently yeah that was like a yeah i'll go through them and we'll watch another one next week we'll make a crispin glover month out of this that is this. it was uncomfortable to watch yes that's why i don't know if and i like, can do another one right now bro i don't know if like it oh. it seemed like he was doing a character like it didn't even yes. seem real it's hard to believe that that's a real guy y yeah like, no that's how he is shit. though that's how he fucking is he's just how do you live life like crazy. that crazy and is he still like that like if this is a recent one he still does he still oh, acts he's like that? the fuck out. that's like i said a music video for a fucking weird ass song he made he also does done like i've heard him on like um, Opie and Anthony and Sam Roberts, and he's still whacked out. Like he's, he's a little clearer. And I think even in the later Letterman interviews, he's a little clearer, but yeah. not much, not much. Um, oh yeah, we got voicemails. We didn't get voicemails, but John and John got voicemails. The red, white, and you guest, I think, <laughs> for tonight was calling this morning. I guess AM to PM is a real problem in the uh, in the community of of uh, guests for red, white, and you people. But yeah, play that bottom one up second. Right here. Yeah. Right, ready. I'm uh, trying to get a hold of Jeff Killington. Jeff I Killington. don't know what's happening, but I'm supposed to be on a podcast this morning, <laughs> and I can't rouse anybody at your station. Rouse. So my number is 480. Stop it. Just stop. Um, 
But yeah, no, she tells her message, uh, her phone number, I think, and everything. And I got like three messages. I got two emails and a fucking to the Facebook, like Red White You. What do you do? Are you, how are you doing a show without a guest? Every fucking thing I put is PMEST. Go back, because there's more, right? Because uh, she left, yeah. like, what, 20 messages? Um, from, f- uh, yeah. From I, I don't like know what the times are. 5 weird. o'clock to, like, 6 o'clock. It's just, yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> she called uh, 28 times. Why, yes, crazy, crazy, crazy. Ryder's cracking up. She just said, oh, my God. Play some of the top ones, though. How many messages? Like, this is like, the first one. We'll start with that. Is, oh, that's the first one she left all together? Jenny Grossman calling you from Phoenix, Arizona. Um I'm uh, participating on the podcast today. I'm going to hang up and I'm going to call again. Just, yes, that's what you exactly <laughs> should be doing. Just hang up and call just, back. I'm just going to hang up, call again, and leave another message. Trying to re- reach Jeff of Red, White, and You. Yeah. Uh, please call me back if I'm not able to reach you by 7.05. Ooh. I'm going to assume that the podcast is off. Bye. Right, said, is that a joke? Twenty-eight times? No, it is. Right, it says no. That's serious. It yeah. doesn't say now, but yeah, it was. Yeah, 28 it said times. twenty-eight in the little circle with like yeah, the amount of calls. It's the next one. I mean, the next and it's one's like gotta be all, better. we have all these missed calls from like starting at nine o'clock. There's one from like fucking twelve in the uh, night, midnight. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, so just, that's why I think the times are a little off on yeah. this because some of them are like. But like last night it's or I don't know PMs or something I don't know. From nine in the morning. Unless she's morning. been calling for days. Unless she's been calling for days. Yeah. From... Go down to the third message. I want to hear the third message. Hi Jeff, this is Jenny Grossman, Phoenix, Arizona, <laughs> trying to participate Jenny on your podcast. I like that now. She has to say uh, where she I is. I don't know what's going on. I've called um, this number oh. over and over. Over and over. Yeah, uh, you know. The number that I have we for you is six zero nine. Yes, that's our uh, number. That's our number. That's fine. Uh, I stopped. Okay, Hi Jeff, answer. this is Jenny Grossman, <laughs> trying to reach Jeff Killington. <laughs> Uh, no luck yet. Bye-bye. <laughs> no luck yet. Bye-bye. Ryder said she's the dumbest person in the world. Still trying. Ah, I love that one. Airtime. You can call me if you'd like for a... Oh, my God. What a raspy voice. Cunt. Still trying. <laughs> That's a different one, too. Yeah. And now That's... she's just silent. Oh, now it's awkward silent. Oh, my God. This is nuts. <laughs> Yeah, she's just not saying anything but staying on the phone. Wow, go to the next one. This is starting to scare me. Oh, that's just... Just some shuffling. Are these like... Uh, that's like spam mail. Like, why are they all lumped in there? Maybe it's just all lumped together voicemails we haven't heard. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe. No, I think it's all her. But... I don't know. That was like a... I'm uh, trying to get a hold of like... Jeff Killington. I don't know what's happening, but I'm supposed to be on a podcast this morning. And I oh, can't... That's the one we heard. What's yeah, the last one? The last one's... Still trying to reach you. This is Jenny Grossman, <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, that one was a telemarketer, though, so maybe it got thrown in there on accident or something. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, there is a shit ton, though. You just heard a shit ton of... I love just her saying, this is Jenny Grossman, Phoenix, Arizona. I'm going to say yeah. that when she calls. This is Jenny Grossman, Unless Phoenix, Arizona. Unless she has Arizona. like a telemarketer like, tape she just plays. <laughs> That's what like, I She's trying to trick us. She's like, oh, they answer for the telemarketer. This is 4.0 <laughs> uh, credit rating report. Like, they're going to want this. Like, we're just screening. <laughs> Wow. I assumed it was just like two different phones and she was just like listening yeah. to voicemails on her other <laughs> phone while like trying to call Holy fuck around Wow. Jesus H. Christ. And I do have to give a shout out at Tokyo underscore Munchies on Twitter. Follow them. 
Uh, they have a different website. It's not just like Tokyo, but Tokyo Munch, he's the guy Kyle. He gave us a shout out on his podcast. He's going to awesome. be sending us some shit to try. He does where he sends like, uh, like a box of like different snacks from like Japan. Oh, wow. So I think that's the first cool. one he's going to send us is like a box of different ramens and shit. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, all that. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing like uh, product sponsorship type thing. So yeah, cool. so hopefully, uh, this week I should have that uh, in the exciting. mail. Uh, at Tokyo underscore Munchies on Twitter. Ramen straight from Japan. It's got to be so much better than the shit that we have. I heard from friends and uh, even Ryder said she went to a, a ramen restaurant. It's so much better than yeah. going to those restaurants. My my friends that were in uh, Korea stationed in the military said they had some amazing fucking ones and shit over there. So They said, too, like cars, like the Korean cars we have here, like Hyundais and shit. They have models that are just like souped up race cars that we oh, don't wow. even get in the States. Like we have, they have amazing They're fucking just like holding back. versions. Holding yeah, they have themselves. amazing Hondas. Like that's even like uh, cell phones, like in Japan for those cameras for years. It's like when our first cell phones had cameras on them, they had like 10 megapixels. And what did we used to have? Like 2.3 Two, yeah, and every year they put another megapixel on there. And yeah, they were way ahead of us. Yeah. Like I remember my one friend too, uh, he got a job in Japan, uh, teaching English to, uh, <laughs> To companies, oh, like right out of, cool. right out of uh, college, and he signed like a I don't know like a ten year contract, and he just he said it blew him away all the technology and shit over there. They have like booths, like you can lay in and take naps, and you pay, and then you get in this booth, and it locks. I don't know if you're outside or in a building, and then like all this crazy like uh, calming like white noise type music plays. You just take a nap. That's fucking cool. Have, yeah, a sleep booth. Yeah, that's yep, amazing. That's, a, that's exactly <laughs> that. They have this crazy shit like that over there. Crazy shit, or even the mascots. There's this one uh, on. Twitter, Mond- I think it's at Mondo Mascots. They have mascots for everything. Like, that was another thing. Like, me and Ryder will go on sometimes and just look at the mascots. They're all so fucking... Some of them are so crazy. Some like, of them are so Like, for every cute. single one of their companies or products Every company, or so- like, every town, every, like, thing. And some of them are, like, really creepy. Some of them are, like, spirits and whatever, zombies cool. and shit. Oh, wow. All these crazy fucking mascots for everything. Yeah, and then they... But they also, like, go out on the street. These mascots have their own, like, Twitters and, like... They go out on the streets and there are videos of them interacting with people and they have like days where all the mascots compete and shit and all sorts of crazy There's shit. no Korean celebrities, there's just mascots. <laughs> Japan, Japan. Japan. Yeah. There's one like, it's like awkward. I don't know. They had this one at a business meeting, like three Japanese businessmen and like suits are sitting around this mascot. I don't know if like it was there for morale. I don't know if it was the company's mascot. I don't know. It was just crazy. The, the crazy mascots shit. there just never go in the public outside of their mascot they costumes. They only mascots. <laughs> yeah. But then they'll have mascots that's like different versions of mascots. <laughs> like they'll have like, this is the zombie version of this mascot. <laughs> wow. This is the fucking like Christmas version. Steampunk. Like, yeah, they have all, it's, it's it's crazy. It's amazing. It's amazing. Why don't we have gonna, anything that fun? We only oh, have that cool. shitty like, what was it, Times Square where like, yeah, you have Spider-Man like that's going to stab you with a syringe. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob that's going to stab you with a syringe. Or, you just uh, have like the hobos that dress up as characters, yeah. like really bad versions of characters. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Dora and she's going to stab you with a syringe. Like, yay, yay. What a fun time. I never knew that about the, the Japanese mascots. I'm oh, not yeah. Into that, it's, it's that sounds amazing. Crazy and amazing. Yes, it's so good. So good. All right. I think we're going to go to break and come back with a little relaxation uh, uh, songs of our own with the Drizz. And then we're going to have Too Many Rapes. Too Many Rapes. Lost in Rapes. And then then we're going to open with the soothing sounds of... What's your name? Drizz McDonald? What's your last name? McMichaels? Yeah, it's McMichaels. Drizz McMichaels. (laughs) I couldn't fucking remember. (laughs) Jesus I don't think he really remembers. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, he blocked that out, but he doesn't block out the anal rapes by his dad who cut the uh, the holes in his underwear. Yeah, I blocked that out. It just comes out of my rap. <laughs> oh, yeah. like in music? Ah, yeah. You could just channel it. Yeah. Just like your dad channels you. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is Barack Obama, and you are listening to the Rob and Slim Show. Hey, guys. It's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This is Chris Tucker, motherfucker, and you're listening to the Rob and Slim Show. They ain't got no black friends whatsoever, man. Ain't got no black friends, and they always hiding the wallets when I come over, bitches. What's going on? That's some fucking Batsy. I, I haven't checked to see if he has new shit. Batsy's fucking awesome. He is awesome. So good. I didn't unmute oh, my yeah, mic. We don't need We just need my mute, uh, mic unmuted for the Driz. Yeah. But yeah, even just listening to Botsy on the break, I was like, man, Botsy is so good. Like, I, I really awesome. like his shit. Yeah. Botsy's fucking great. <clears throat> no, he's not as good as me. Fuck. Yes, he's better. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> Where's the Driz? Sings the hits. You got it? Yeah. Nice. Fuck yeah. Was, what is this one? Oh yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. Yeah. I like this. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. Psycho. Post Malone. Damn. My AP Ghana. Psycho. Little mama, bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof, my roof look like a now show. Got diamonds by the boatload. Come with the Tony Romo for clowns and all the bozos. My AP gonna psycho. Little mama, bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody 
with all this jewelry on you. My roof looked like a no-show. Got diamonds by the boatload. Don't act like you, my friend, when I'm rolling through my ends, though. You stuck in the friend zone. I tell that four, five, the fifth, ah. Hunid, hunid bands inside my shorts. Dicino the shit, ah. Try to stuff it all in, but it don't even fit, ah. Know that I've been with the shits ever since a jet, ah. I made my first million. I'm like, shit, this is it, ah. 34 a walkthrough? Man, we had that bitch lit, ah. Had so many bottles. Gave ugly girl a sip. Out the window of the benzo, we get seen in the rent. And I'm like, whoa, man, my neck is goddamn cold. Diamonds weigh, my teeth is sore. I got homies. Let it blow, oh. My money thick. One of her fold. She said, can I have some hold? And I can't ever tell you no. Damn, my AP gonna psycho. Little mama, bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on ya. My roof look like a no-show. Got diamonds by the boatload. Come with the Tony Romo for clowns. And all the bozos, my AP gonna psycho, little mama, bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof look like a no-show. Got diamonds by the boatload. Don't act like you my friend when I'm rolling, though my ends, though, the AP gonna psycho. My ru- my ruly, roly, my roly gonna br- <laughs> Frazy. I'm hitting little mama. She wanna have my babies. It's 50 on the pinky. Chain so stanky. You should see the whip. Promise I can take ya, bitch. Dollar riding in an old school Chevy. It's a drop top. Booting with a thought thought. She gonna give my top top just one switch. I can make the ass drop. Hey, ugh. Take it to the smoke shop. We gonna get high, ah. We gonna hit Rody, dial up Valentino. We gonna hit Pico. Take it where I'm from. Take it to the slums. This ain't happening overnight, no. These diamonds real bright. St. Laurent jeans. Still in my vans though. All VVs, but in a necklace. Girl, you look beautiful tonight. Stars on the roof. They match them with the jewelry. Damn, my AP gonna psycho. Little mama bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof look like a no-show. Got diamonds by the boatload. Come with the Tony Romo for clowns and all the bozos. My AP gonna psycho. Little mama bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof look like a no-show. Got diamonds by the boatload. Don't act like my friend when I'm rolling through my ends though. Yeah. It's good. That was rough. Great. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of words I can't pronounce. <laughs> uh, what go, happened? Gotta go back to high school. Too many rapes. So. <laughs> it didn't do anything for you the first time. Uh, it might the second time. Maybe, uh, maybe. You never know. Second time's uh the charm. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna catch you a court case. Ugh. <laughs> God damn. <clears throat>
What do we got? What do we got? Is it uh, Hog Heaven, a.k.a. the Bone Collector of Too Many Rapes? Ooh. Lost in Rapes. All right. You got it? Uh, you Good to go. The script. Let's see. Scroll up to the top. Start from the top. We don't start from the bottom. All right. All right. <laughs> that Drizzings was great. Fucking good. Ryder said she loved that one. <laughs> All right. Spaceship uh, one. Here we go. Mmm. You really know how to make a fembot feel special, Captain. I never knew I could feel so good. Would it please you if I stayed in this body? Fuck yeah, it would, baby. I wish I could just keep you in my private quarters, but with Phantom Boner being such a piece of shit, we might have to go get out there more. Yeah, about him. How long are we keeping him locked up? Uh, uh, you can let him out for now, doll, but we'll have to keep a close eye on him. If he fucks up again, just electrocute him or something. <laughs> Have you tracked down the next crystal yet, baby? I have, baby. There's one on Kepler 69C. The planet is inhibited by a tribe of women who all seem really manly and tall. They also all appear to have Adam's apples. <laughs> All right, wrangle up those assholes. We're staying right here, darling. Aye, aye, Captain. Lost in rapes. After decimating up the Too Many Rapes Penitentiary, the city of Rapesville, and the entire planet Earth, a giant beam of light shot Frankie Tube Stakes, Doc Rapenstein, Brian Rioni, The Driz, The Warden, Daxter Coxman, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Gerbils up into a UFO, hovering above where the planet once stood. This is their one and only chance to fix everything. They are... Lost in Rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. The crew embarks on a trip to Kepler-69C, feeling a little uneasy about working with Phantom Boner since he turned on all of them last time. Guys, why is this cunt working with us again? Didn't he have us all imprisoned in the last episode? Ooh, Gerbil is right. Does anyone have meth so me can smoke it and murder rape him? <laughs> They're keeping a close eye on him, guys. They're probably going to electrocute him if he acts up again. Yo, yo, yo. Have any of you guys ever been in love with a beautiful woman with rainbows in her eyes? Have a lot of sweet meth? And then when you're finally happy, you get your new dick cut off 
I don't think so. Yeah. No, asshole. Only you are that much of a fuck-up. But at least you're wearing pants this time. Yo, yo, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Yo. Yo, this is the Dritz. And I'm feeling really down. Yeah, I'm feeling fucking down. I don't have a dick anymore because it got cut off. But that's okay. It's a little okay, I'm pretty pissed off about that. But really, really what's got me down in the dumps if I lost this beautiful woman that had rainbows in her eyes. Have you ever fucked a girl with rainbows in her eyes? Oh, it's fucking magnificent. It's magnificent. Yeah. She had rainbows in her eyes. She was the key to my pot of gold. Yeah, fucking rainbows in her eyes. Yeah, she was the best. You never fucked a girl with rainbows in your eyes, so you don't know my pain. You'll never know my pain. Yeah, rainbows in her eyes, it's like the pot to my gold, yeah, yeah. Oh, well done, well done! You really showed us, man! Oh, you're amazing! Maybe we should cut this motherfucker a break, eh? Move over, guys. I'm gonna shoot him with this tranquilizer dart. Yo, yo, there's only so much I can take. You guys are just trolling me. Yeah. At that point, Phantom Boner jerked the wheel of the spaceship and crashed down onto Kepler 69C. With the rest of the crew passed out from concussions, he ran into the city of giant transvestites and in complete rage and penis envy, single-handedly cut off all their delicious meaty cocks. He fashioned them all in a necklace, took the crystal, and flew the ship back to Rape Force 1. The rest of the crew awakened halfway there and beat the ever-loving fuck out of him. When they got back, Frankie addressed him. Uh, even though it was unorthodox, I have to commend you on retrieving the crystal, Phantom Boner. I'm glad we didn't have to waste any, electric, ele any electricity electrocuting you. I'd give you a medal or something, but you wouldn't have any room for it on your uniform since you're wearing all those severed cocks. <laughs> Yeah. I'm collecting these now. Yeah. Uh, that's too many rapes. Yeah. Yo. I got the biggest, greatest necklace in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I got a bunch of severed bloody dicks hanging around my neck. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Nobody else has a bunch of bloody severed dicks hanging around their neck. This just shows you how fucking awesome I am. Don't fuck with me because I'm the Drizz and I'll cut your dick off and I'll hang it all around my neck. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear your dick around my neck. Yeah. <laughs> the love song is quite touching. <laughs> I thought that was, so. You're the pot to my gold, I think moving. he said yeah. at some point. <laughs> wow. That's good. Hobo Jesus would approve. I bet so. All the Hobo Jesuses. In this area. As long as you can tell them how it was recorded. Or like, what, oh, yeah. what board was I recorded on? Yeah. It's just be pissed off. I'll give you me your know. number. Anytime that you ask me anything from now on, I'll just give me your phone number. Yeah. Whatever it is. <laughs> that was good shit. Good shit, good shit. That was shit. awesome. The Drizz the is scary now of He's where I got a real bunch of ticks around his neck. <laughs> What's, oh, that's the script. Yeah. But, uh, where's... uh? Just trying to see real quick if there's anything else before we take a break. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Here we go. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to see if there was anything from last week we didn't get to. Any, I thought there was something, but maybe not. Blah, 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 blah. Um, no, we did all those. Did all that shit. Mm. Epileptic seizure. Fucking news story is great. Yeah, no, that's going back. It's going back far enough. Far enough for me to want to go to break. All right, we'll be back with uh, uh, Drizzle News and Celebrity Gossip News. It's good shit. Some good what do you got for this week? Tonight. What celebrity news you got? I got some good stuff. Really? Some Yeah, um, some Julia Roberts Don't shit, my out. favorite. I love Julia Roberts. I know. You thought she was dead. I can't wait to hear that 50 more times. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we'll be back. <laughs> This is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter. Uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob is the old one. <laughs> it's like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three. Three puppies, but my dick was inside. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show... I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? Mm. What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-605-1683. 800-605-1683. That's 800-605-1683. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee and I don't have VD. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Sauces, Matisse. Where's he been? He's got to come back. He's yes, he does. That was an amazing rap, too. I love Kevin Conroy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know who he fucking was before that. 
Only nerds like you. Yes. The best Batman ever. <laughs> I like that he uh, mentioned Mark Hamill in there, too. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, towards the end, he, he mentions him as his uh, like, arch nemesis. He's the Joker, right? Yep. That? Yeah, I yeah. So. Best Joker ever. What? Yes, Mark Hamill is an Romero? Joker. No. Or fucking Nicholson? You're uh, an idiot. Nicholson was pretty good, but uh, oh, Mark God. Hamill was amazing. What about Heath Ledger? Uh, too dark. Even in uh, Brokeback Mountain? Well, he was good as the Joker in Brokeback Mountain. I liked, okay. I like seeing the that. Joker fuck another guy in the ass. I actually never have either, surprisingly. <laughs> we should watch it together. <laughs> we should. On the that show sounds... and play a drinking game every time they fuck each other in the ass. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. Or... And then we could give each other handies. No. <laughs> well, how else do you watch Brokeback Mountain? Drink like... every time they fucking pop each other in the asshole. Finger you gotta be doing or... something gay, Finger right? Pop. Like, Yeah, we're watching Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> up. Jesus fucking Christ. God damn it. I know it's 2018, but it's not okay. <laughs> no means no. We gotta have Slambo. We gotta, we gotta do that like a secret Saturday <laughs> we show. Do. We watch Brokeback Mountain. Just, the three of us watch Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> and cry. And then because Slambo would just. <laughs> Slambo would be oh. crying, I think. <laughs> when they, at the first, I wish I could quit you. That's all I remember. Opie and Anthony had clips of that, and that was like one of the lines I wish I could quit you. That's what the guy oh said. wow! I didn't know that was one of the holy shit. <laughs> Is that just that was the whole movie? It was just like a, a love story between two guys who had like wives and like straight cowboys. But then when they went into Brokeback Mountain, they were just fucking <laughs> finger popping each other, <laughs> finger blasting, and doing it, doing it all, bro. Where's uh, where's uh? I, I still want to watch that. We got to do a Saturday show. Where we watch that. Uh, what's that movie with uh, Fred Savage? Is Fred Savage his little brother? Who's the brother? One of them, I don't know. One of the Savage Boys, yeah, Fred Savage. It's, it's, it's he's like this high school like serial killer. It's so bad. Oh, and uh, I watched it once with Derek when we worked at the, at the Rat. We were at his house, and he's like, it was one of those weekends. He's like, my dad's in jail. You want to come drink? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I got there. We start drinking. We're like, what are we gonna do? And we turned on Lifetime, and there was this movie on about Bobby. His name was Bobby. And, <laughs> and they said his name, like, every line. It was, like, Bobby. And so we just started, like, drinking every time they said Bobby. So we got to watch this movie, and, like, every time they say, say Bobby, 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 drink. Is that Bobby? Do a, a, a beer shot or something. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, yeah, Candace Cameron's in it, too. It's a real piece of shit. It's a real piece of shit. All uh, those Lifetime movies are just oh. shitty as fuck. That's, like, all my mother used to watch was fucking <laughs> oh, Lifetime. Did you grow up on those? Yeah, yeah. No, I never actually, like, watched, like, I would catch some of them, like, a little bit in the background, because I had uh, my desktop computer out in the living room, so she would be watching Lifetime, and I'd be, I don't know, watching porn on my desktop computer. Uh, <laughs> no, just, like, fucking Still around on my computer. What do you got? Oh. I like two. I like two. Two. All right. Um, Fort. What else is there? I'm trying to see. Four in robbery. Uh, Indiana Indiana boy, sixteen. I don't think so. I was just looking oh, at okay. uh, Bible and Texas. Let's see, Bible of Texas. Uh, that's a hard one. Both are great. Yeah. I say uh, Bible. Bible. Okay. I guess. Uh, There's that that woman there, though. I mean, I know one hell of a woman. <laughs> That's the, uh, what is it? The, uh, Carnival Mafia? Carnival Mafia. I don't know what the fucking Carnival Mafia is. She poses as a Carnival Mafia member. Ugh, I don't know. It's gotta be good. You gotta watch those Carnival Carnies. Two great.
Grinch is caught on video stealing a Salvation Army's Christmas kettle. Yeah, what the fuck? That's kettle bonga. There's not two Grinches, all right, Tris? There's only one Grinch. I saw that movie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you got him. There can't be two Grinches. They, they nah, you're right. You're going to only have fucking one. Like, that doesn't make any sense. You're right. The Grinch who stole story. Christmas is supposed to be a story reversed for movies and books. However, the community of Blaine, Minnesota experienced a real thing when two thieves stole a red salvation army kettle from outside the Cup's food uh, store on December 4th. I'm with a green drizz. Yeah, you've already convinced me that this is fake news, so I'm Were they no riding comment. dogs with uh, antlers on them? Yeah, they might have been. Maybe, like, if they did that, they could have been, like, two Grinches, maybe? Well, surveillance video shows two people stealing the money intended to go towards salvation. But those people got the money they need. Maybe they needed the money. Yeah, yeah that's them. what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't know what those guys were they going They couldn't wait for the Salvation Army to march in their house to give them the, the pot of gold. They, they took the pot of gold, yeah. right, Driz? Yeah, you've seen that movie, The Grinch, with, with J Jim Carrey. He got, like, made fun of and shit. So, you know, they probably just got made fun of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Salvation Army services include food, shelter, rehabilitation, and disaster relief for the poor. The thieves appear to have been using bolt cutters to remove the donation bucket from the stand for the win. I believe it's pretty low, pretty pathetic to prey on charity at this time of year. That's raising money for those who need said Captain Mark Boreboom. That's a pretty Boreboomerific name, I, I think, of the Blaine Police Department. Police Department. It was brazen theft in the middle of the day. Why didn't anyone see him then if it was so bright outside, Chris? Y'all, because they were like two Grinches. You can't see the Grinch. He's sneaky. What if you have rainbows in your eyes? Yeah. That's also a point, I see. Police are still uh, searching for the thieves known as the two Grinches. Authorities have released photos from surveillance cameras to aid investigation. It is not known how much money was in the kettle, Board Boom said. If caught, the thieves will be charged with felony damage to property and possessions of theft tools so they stole the tools and they're, they're thieves all around yeah. they couldn't even buy the bolt cutters right Tris? yeah the, the real crime here is collecting donations around fucking christmas you're gonna go guilt trip people fuck you yeah. you ever drizzled in a bucket yeah of course i have two drizzles one bucket yeah that's good shit and i heard the second drizzle was wavy yeah fuck that guy i miss that guy <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> Fortnite gamer arrested after allegedly assaulting wife on live stream. That's what you do, right, Chris? You get all worked yeah, up playing yeah. Fortnite. You fucking assault your wife and you do one of those Fortnite dances. Yeah. She didn't bring you a fucking bag of Doritos, right, Chris? You gotta beat yeah. the fuck out of her. You yeah. play Fortnite, she should know to keep you fed. Yeah, that's right. A popular Fortnite player in Australia was arrested and charged with assaulting his wife on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. After thousands of online viewers witnessed the apparent violence. In the incident where he was live streaming according to Network 10, a CBS partner. Have you ever partnered with anybody? Yeah, no, nah, I don't partner with anybody. I'm fucking solo. I heard you partnered with Wavy. Yeah, yeah fuck that guy. You. Stop bringing that guy up. Luke Mundy, a 26-year-old gamer who goes by the handle Mr. Death Moth, is accused of assaulting his wife. How could Mr. Death Moth do that? Who is four months pregnant with her third child for the win. In a video, she asked him to stop playing Fortnite to eat dinner. When he leaves his chair and shouts back, Stop, please. What sounds like a slap can be heard and the women crying. You hear that? All you people hear that? Jesus hit me in the face, she said in the video. Viewers on the streaming site at Twitch reportedly asserted, uh, alerted police who arrested Monday at his uh, Orland Park residence in Southwest Sydney. Was that Monday? <laughs> the woman. Yeah, that was Monday. 
The woman who was not seriously injured told police she was distressed and shaken. According to Network 10, police said two young girls were at the home when the incident occurred. That was his brothel, right, Chris? Yeah. It's Fortnite, bitches. I'm very grateful to these people because I can see the community showing that they care. Especially, believe it or not, most of them were men. The victim's mother told Network 10, as far as I'm concerned, he should not be around children. He should not have access to children. He's the kid touch or something, Chris? Is Yo, that what I bet saying? he is. I oh. bet you're saying that. Y'all fucking 26-year-old guy playing Fortnite? Yeah, he's a fucking kid toucher. He's a fucking yeah. kid toucher. You heard it here. Monday. Monday was charged with assault and granted bail. According to Network 10, he's winning. He's winning, Chris. He's winning Fortnite and getting out of jail. He can play Fortnite again and be his wife, who is going to be uh, scheduled to be pregnant again with the fifth children next uh, court date hearing. Yeah. Monday. <laughs> That's ridiculous. In the Bible Belt, Christmas isn't coming for death row. Yeah, why not? It's like the angel of death of summer is Christmas coming. Yo, you gotta visit that, bro. Yeah. It's Christmas. Yeah, I'm gonna make those inmates fucking happy. All dude. over the Bible they're Belt. Gonna, they're gonna love me. In Nashville, until August, Tennessee uh, had not put out a prisoner's death in nearly a decade. Last Thursday, though, it performed its third execution in four months for the win. They're killing them off the right for the holidays over there in Nashville. This was not a surprising turn of events. In each case, release uh, to the courts have been exhausted. They're all tired over there. In each case, Governor Bill Haslam, a Republican, declined to uh, intervene. And therefore, were many reasons uh, to justify intervening. Billy Ray Urich, isn't he a country singer? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Suffered from psychotic breaks that raised profound doubts in his ability to distinguish right from wrong. Edmund Zagorski's behavior in prison was so explanatory that he, uh... Even uh, the warden pleaded for his life. David Earl Miller also suffered from mental illness and uh, was a survivor of child abuse. So horrific. They tried to kill himself when he was six years old for the win, and they're killing all these fucking innocent people right there, Driss. They're just victims. Victims of their own circumstances. Yeah. Wait. Well, I bet they got all hot right there. I started smoking when they were electrified, right, Driss? Yo, I bet so. Uh, yeah, that's a fucking Christmas present to someone. You gotta shave them, right? You gotta get the eyebrows off so they don't catch fire, right, Jace? Yeah. <laughs> Nitrogen gas. That's where we are with whole ungodly medicine area for Kevin Punishment. I don't know, everything's funny. Everything's funny in this big story. Three men in Tennessee, most recently executed, were also convicted of extreme brutally murders. Mr. Illich's case. He was a rape and murder, rape and bunga. No, we're not reading this anymore, Tris. This is going to give <laughs> you a like this story. You like it or you don't like it. Yeah, but for a true pro-life Christian, guilt or innocence really shouldn't be the point. The Tris got to go there and save these men. Yeah, yeah, I Bring back Trismus. Yeah. Bring it all over to them. Tris all over their backs, Tris. Help these guys. They're just trying to live and not be electrocuted for the wind. For Christmas, for the winter. Let them live. Kill me after the holidays, right, James? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you said, though. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> God damn. Wow. All right. Wait, this is what a celebrity means. All right. I more. Uh, is it, yeah, there is more. I like Lil. <clears throat> Go down a bit. Uh, DJ. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, DJ, song. yeah. 
and uh, Julia. And then maybe we'll do uh, an extra one. All right. For Chris, for Drismus. Yeah. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh, yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Little, is it Juan? Is that how you would pronounce that with the X? Juan? Zan? Xanax. Oh, like Xanax. Oh, what a retarded name. Little Xanax. Little Xan checked out of rehab for a day to lock down new house. Doesn't have a name that Oh my god. Who let him out of rehab? He shouldn't even be. What was he like out of rehab? For? What did it say? Did it say in the headline? Uh Little Zan briefly left his rehab facility to prepare for his post rehab living uh, arrangements. Oh, TMZ so he's not living sober. Uh, sources, he doesn't look fucking sober. Oh, he's gonna be living sober, bro. Look <laughs> at him. Tattooed on his face. Candy with a heart and, and a whole bunch of other BS. Yuck. There's a 32 on his neck. Sources close to the rapper tell us Little Zan left rehab Saturday in order to go sign papers for a it's new house up. he bought Slim. in his hometown oh, of home. Redlands, California. Uh, the new crib is where he'll set up shop once he's completed inpatient treatment. Yes. We're told he'll have the round-the-clock staff monitoring him to keep him on the straight and narrow. Cool. Then, oh, look, he's got, like, tears oh my like, God. dripping out of his eye. This, no, this he's gonna, should he's never be left up, out of rehab. Those tattoos are going to be gone. He's permanently damaged. <laughs> like, what you else can't is clean stories? that up. Um, Zen wasn't allowed to fly solo for the house mission. It doesn't even look like he could walk. Uh, we're told a nurse from the rehab uh, center uh, accompanied him. After signing the house documents, he headed back to rehab on Sunday. He must be so fucked up that they were afraid just on this trip that he was going to start getting heroin. Start shooting up, bro. Remember, he just checked himself in last weekend uh, to begin treatment. So it's already house shopping? Yeah. He saved all that money on all the drugs that he didn't buy, so he got to buy a house. (laughs) It's good for him. He's making the right moves. Uh, he's only going to be there for about another week, so he's almost done. Yeah, After that, he'll sh- right. yeah, he looks great. <laughs> um, After the, that, he'll shift to outpatient at home. We're told uh, his new place has a studio, so he'll be able to work on music. That's good. His album, Be Safe, inspired by his hero, Mac Miller, who died of a drug overdose. <laughs> so uh, maybe he'll follow suit. Maybe that'll be... Can we watch this video? Because I just want to hear Is this, this him talking? more. Yeah. Uh, I hope so. It's a fresh start. All it's right. got to have an ad. Uh, probably. Even though it was so. uh, already kind of playing. Oh, no, cool. Rest in peace to Lil Peep, one year anniversary. Um, that was when it first started, you know, when uh, Lil Peep passed. He was one of, like, my favorite artists, and uh, it was devastating the way he died. You know, it seems like all of it is just, like, fentanyl, fentanyl, oh, fentanyl. <laughs> and then... Sounds um, like a new song, fentanyl, fentanyl, fentanyl. Right after yeah. X, you know, like, another, like, legendary person, someone I looked up to. And I hear you, man. I'm always the, losing my, my legends. Like, the worst one. It says Z Z Z lover. Does that mean he loves naps? Um, Mag Miller. Ew. It yeah, I think you're right. Look at so. the fucking. And I know he's got like tattooed like running tears. Jacket. Yeah, like yuck. I, I just feel like it's time to get you know. Better. Time to clean up. What are you struggling with? Mostly hydrocodone, which is just like Norco's, is what they call them. That's right now, like opioid, just like an opioid. Yeah, basically a lot of. So he's popping pills, bro. 
He's like, it's just like, Not a like it's I've cool. been way worse in the past. Oh, yeah, this is the best yeah. it's ever been, bro. You're never, gonna, you're never gonna look like, like a normal human I, being ever. You should just keep doing drugs. Like last little, like, like, hump, like, stretch, you know what I mean? So yeah, I he's, he's there, bro. He's doing it. He's cleaning up. What's the next bro. story? Isn't is he gonna be... change his name to, like, Sober? <laughs> He's not doing Xanax anymore. What's that? What's that <laughs> shit? Sober. That's blocker they give. I, I forget the name of it. Like, what's the? Uh, uh, here, let me Google it. Let me Google it. All right. DJ Khaled and fiance throw joint birthday bash. Watch how it's done. Hold on a sec. Uh, I, I got. I gotta find find that out. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's it? Opiate blocker. Why is my other search still in from earlier? My Rucker search. I don't know why Google should get rid of that, right? Like uh, in the search, like it's still typed in. Maybe I never closed Google. That could have been it. Opiates blocker. Yes. Oh my God! Why is this fucking so slow? Uh, blah 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 blah. I don't know. I don't know. Vivitrol, I guess that's one. Little Vi. Little Vi. <laughs> Little Vi. Little V. <laughs> Little V. So he's going to be called not, not, Naloxone. That's another one. Little Naloxone. Naloxone. <laughs> what is this story? Uh, DJ Coward and his fiance just upped their wrist game. Yeah. With watches worth over 100 stacks. I just got the story because, oh, like, he's not the greatest looking guy, but that looks like a chick you'd be dating. Like, if you, if you got money, you're a DJ Khaled, you at least be, like, you're dating some decent. She looks fucking... Yeah, she just kind of look like somebody I date. Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying, though. Like, yeah, he what should be yeah, he's dating got a, a fucking model. Still, like still, you're DJ Khaled. I guess so. that's what you get, though, for not eating pussy, because he made a big thing about making statements. That he doesn't, yeah. That's, that's the, the only kind of, girl. That's the caliber of bitch yeah. you get when you don't eat pussy. She's like, oh, Mara, it's cool if you don't eat my pussy. So what they do? Um, the famous... Hitmaker and Nicole Tuck. That means always she tucks throw dick. joint. I, I, yeah, she kind of looks like a man. Yeah. Um, always throw joint birthday parties. Like they this smoke time a lot of, of joints. Year. Or they both. They both have. Uh, they both have the oh, same. Like they. Absorbs. He turned forty-three on November twenty-six, but Nicole just turned forty-three on Friday, Ooh. prompting a huge shindig thrown by hot, hot living Saturday night at the uh, Prez Art Museum Prez in Art Miami Museum. for a 60-person so dinner with friends for each and other, family. Like $100,000 oh, watches. That's great. Who gives a shit? Incredible. Ugh. Yeah. It's... Maybe you can hire a guy to fucking eat a pussy, too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's over. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Julia Roberts. What? Isn't that her, your girl? That is my girl. she's dead, right? And you know what? Her holes Ugh. getting... Her, her hole, Her holes keep getting better. Her holes keep getting better? Yeah. Major headline typo. I, I love just the picture of the that new paper. That paper just wanted attention. Julia Roberts finds life and her holes get better with age. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess they were supposed yeah, to be Yeah, how do you send that out? You don't. There's no fucking uh, way you mistakenly send something like that out. I know. Um, Julia Roberts is totally used to media outlets uh, sucking up to her, but an upstate New York newspaper took it to the next level, inadvertently, with a headline praising her holes. <laughs> Seriously, this is not photoshopped. 
Uh, the Post Journal in Jamestown, New York, topped a Saturday article about Julia and her Amazon show, Homecoming, which That's is really good. That's off to, with, right? Very good show. Uh, Julia Roberts finds her life and her holes get better with age. Ah. Awesome news for Julia, right? Uh, so this is a correction. It's supposed to say roles. They had to print that, of course. Can they just tweet that? Yeah, they, yeah. Fucking... you don't have to reprint a paper for that. You can just say, hey, we apologize for... Uh, Praising Julia Roberts. The paper copped to making a huge spelling error. Uh, it's published a correction saying it was supposed to say rolls. Would have been pretty awesome though if Julia had said that in the interview. Makes you wonder how they fact checked the original headline. Blah, 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 blah. Just shit. Yeah, you're right though. Like, why not just tweet it out? Because now nobody's going to see the correction until they pick up the next newspaper. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think everyone's trying to get this paper just to see uh, whose holes are getting better. <laughs> right. Like Donald Trump's. I don't know. Is that, a new story? Some... Is that a new story though? I, I saw on the news today. I thought that, I mean, maybe it's more shit. They were saying uh, his lawyer. Uh, like admitted to shit, but I think he'd already admitted to shit. I think he admitted oh, to more okay. shit, like bribes made and bribes taken. Oh wow! Like supposedly there's some like made shit going on with that motherfucker. Like he's even, I guess, did an interview or made a statement where he thinks he's he could be impeached. Like yeah, they came out with uh, who's the bitch? I don't know that bitch, the porn star, whatever she was. I, I forget. Mm-hmm. She was all was all on the news for a minute and. uh yeah, like uh, supposedly, um, there was another um, politician that said, "Yeah, no, it was it's obvious. It wasn't like well known that he was banging the chick. I think even Melania knew, but he was trying to keep it out of the fucking of the press party, and yeah. all." And Stormy, Stormy Daniels, I think was the oh, uh, okay, yeah, name or something. That I, sounds familiar. Yeah, and That's... Uh, <clears throat> I don't even think Melania wanted anything to do with him. She didn't even want to move to the White House. I don't know if she did eventually, but I remember that was a big news story. She just wanted to stay in New York with the son and like, right. go to the school he went to. And what's wrong with that? Like, yeah. I don't understand what's wrong with that. The only thing they were saying was, oh, Secret Service would have to be there as well. And it would cost more money or something. I don't know. He could pay for that shit. You, you know, that's pretty bad when Donald Trump, who has like the biggest ego in the world, admits yes. like, yeah, I might be getting a Right, I thought he had the like, best words like, and he did the best shit yeah. and he knew all the best shit and everyone was disgusted. For a guy, yeah, for a guy who combats yeah. fucking everything. Such he's a, like, mm, yeah, no, nah, I think I'm fucked. Yeah, no, no, he's like, yeah, I'm probably fucking... Well, it was a fun run, guys. But that's it. That other guy is fucking even worse. That Pence guy is, he, is a oh, fucking... Oh, that's right. Pence he's would. the one all like with the religious and like against sex workers and all sorts of shit. He's the fucking right. Real where even, even Trump was like I mean, kind of okay with like legalizing marijuana. Right. Yeah. Where like yeah. Pence is going to be Pence against all that shit. Just like, nuts. Dude. He's like, all- but then at the right. same time, like they, they, they had that thing with uh, Kanye a few, like a month ago or a few weeks ago where yeah, Kanye just hosted the, uh, the porn awards and Pence got a fucking selfie with him. Like, yeah. So what, what, what do you really stand for, dude? Why? Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know, but that guy is a fucking wacko. That guy's a problem. Just gonna push his like alt right views on people. Yeah, he's way worse than Trump. Like Trump is a fucking total piece of shit. But I mean, that's kind of known. But yeah, this guy is like a real religious fucking piece of shit. Like, yeah. So I don't know. So uh, what's that other story? Uh, this Kevin. Kevin Hart comedy venue sued uh, by yeah, diabetic woman we'll over cell phone use. Check that real quick. Yeah. Diabetic. I guess they took the the cell phones of people in the audience. I need my cell phone back to check check my blood sugar. Kevin Hart uh, has his, has had his share problems, although he dodged a bullet in this one. One of the venues on his comedy show, tour is being sued by a diabetic woman who claims she got kicked out of the show because she dared to use her cell phone to check her blood sugar. 
Tommy well, so that's not Kevin so, Hart's fault. It's no, it's not his fault. I guess just because he was there, though. But still, they shouldn't have. Yeah, should have taken her phone. Like I guess the story was she had like an app that was linked up to something to check her blood sugar. Like, oh, yeah. okay. I don't know. She claims uh, she was at the uh, Viagis Arena in San Diego last July when she began to feel feel ill uh, before the show. She suspected uh, the cause was low blood sugar, so she opened up her cell phone app, which monitors her blood sugar levels. That's pretty shitty. The venue uh, has signs posted prohibiting prohibiting uh, use of cell phones, but this uh, but this she says was a medical necessity. Uh, she was confronted by security guards and tried to explain she was diabetic and needed uh, to monitor her blood sugar, but that fell in deaf ears. She claims uh, she and her wife were then escorted uh, to a medical tent where she again tried to explain why she was using her phone. Uh, Torreson says they were ejected from the venue and never got a refund. Uh, she says it's a violation of America's, uh, Americans with Disabilities Act, uh, to have an unwavering policy prohibiting cell phone use. Yeah, especially when there's so many apps for shit. Yeah. Yeah. I I really, really, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit if someone even looks at a text? Like, come on. Come I did, on. I it looked like a big crowd, right? It looked like a big venue. Oh, this one? I did read a little bit of it, and it's it's more hilarious for the guy that she fucking hired that fell for this dumb Texas shit. Texas woman who allegedly posed as a Carnival Mafia member among three charged in fair vendor killings? What, she killed vendors? Yeah, yeah, what? she killed two, I guess, two of the vendors working for her. Uh, Kimberly Younger. Well, that's 52. how Mafia rolls, bro. <laughs> allegedly she doesn't ordered... look younger. No, She's definitely not. She 52 like... is not younger. No. She's an old bitch. Allegedly. With fucking weird haircut. Ordered the deaths of That looks like Mo from uh, Three Stooges. Yeah. She ordered, the, she ordered deaths yeah. of two she... Barton County fair vendors on July 14th. Well, who's carrying out her? She obviously is connected. Well, no, listen to this. This is hilarious. This is like, this guy's a fucking retard. What happened? While posing as a carnival mafia member named Frank whatever in Texas. She can pass her a Frank Zatchik. Four-year-old Michael Fowler, according to Arkansas Online, Fowler told detectives he was ordered to kill Alfred Carpenter, 78. Arkansas Online, they're almost as big as TMZ. As an initiation into the carnival mafia. So he did this because he thought he was getting into something called the Oh, she told the guy she was like in charge of the mafia and you have to kill this guy to get in? And yeah, did it, and then he, it turned out she wasn't. So. She was just a, uh, she was just a ruse. She was just a prank. She didn't. She was. Just, it's not her fault. It's the other guy's fault. He Fowler and uh, Younger and Rusty Fraser were charged in Kansas Friday with the killings of an elderly couple. Oh my God, whose bodies were found in shallow graves just days after the disappearance. Oh my god, what a fuck. I just love this retard who's like, oh, I was suckered into the crime. I just love scumbags, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that was the boss. I I wouldn't have done it if I I knew she wasn't uh, part of the mafia. If I knew her name wasn't Frank. (laughs) She showed me her dick. Frank's got to have a cock, right? Come on. You can't. I'm not in trouble, right? I listened to Frank. Frankie told me. Oh, uh, and they said, yeah, um, actually, there there was even such a thing as a carnival mafia. Yeah. Uh, police spokesman Jonathan Ware told the Associated Press in an email that was something the woman definitely I want to get up. you to infiltrate the carnival uh, mafia <laughs> scene. I want to get you in there. Let's see. See if you can take down the carnival mafia. We got to do an expose on this. <laughs> the carnival We got to send you. Mafia. Who would want to even be a part of that? I'm gonna do that on break. I'm gonna we'll make some calls and get, get you undercover in the in the in the force and uh, get you. I'm gonna get you protection, bro. You're going in deep. 
You're going in balls deep. Y'all fucking kill two people to get into the carnival mafia. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, you will. You're getting, you're doing whatever it takes, Slim. You're getting in the carnival mafia. You're going <laughs> to yeah. listen to Frank. All right? We'll be back. You're gonna not you though. You're gonna be in in the mafia. <laughs> the carnival mafia. Hello, yes, hello. This is Prince Charles, and if I have to listen to any more of this show, I'm going to eat my own face. We'll be right back. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. <coughs> Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Have you visited Club Midnight? The hottest virtual nightclub on the internet today. Club Midnight. That's M-I-D-N-Y-T-E. Music, authors, filmmakers, and so much more for the dark at heart. Club Midnight, where darklings come to play. Clubmidnight.com C-L-U-B M-I-D-N-Y-T-E dot com. You're listening to Rob Slim. Neither match the names. Who cares? It's hysterical. Rob and Slim show. We are on with Sam and Lisa from I Shake My Head podcast. Hello. Hey, everybody. What's going on, guys? Nothing. We're just sitting in the car in cold Saskatoon. How cold is it up there? It's got to well, be. It's, it's actually not too cold, but you. But it feels like it's cold. Like maybe, what, like minus 10, Sam? Maybe. Yeah. Ooh. Like minus 10 what? Celsius? You guys do that, right? Yeah, we're like, <laughs> yeah, we're like Celsius because so, we're Canada. So that's like, well, it's, I don't even know. I don't even know. It's freezing. That's freezing. Below, so 10 <laughs> below zero where you guys are. Oh, yeah, no. No good. Yeah. No good. What? Uh, how long have you guys been doing the show? You know what? We've been doing it for now uh, almost two years, a year and a half. Cool, almost cool. Two, it'll be two in April. Yeah, two years in April. And what is uh, what is I shake my head? Are you guys shaking your head at each other or just things in general? What are you shaking your head at? <laughs> uh, we, we shake our heads at each other a lot. A lot. Because we're a little bit ridiculous. But we shake our heads at the world around us and the people we encounter and the situations and all the bullshit that's out there, man. We just shake our head at it. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense to us. <laughs> Do you guys always record in the car or are you just in it for our interview? No, we're in the car every single episode. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Does that get cramped though? Like, I don't know. Like, I... <laughs> 
does a little bit, right? Because you know, right? we're 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 plus size women, and uh, yeah, I get big fears. Okay, all right, yeah. I'm not I'm not plus size. Anymore. Whatever, I I feel plus size. Yeah. So it does get a little bit cramped, but we've always we've always talked in the car because this is where we have our best conversations. That's cool. But does it cost like? I mean, you got to run the heat. Does it cost a lot of gas? Yeah, I pay Sam twenty bucks a month for gas. <laughs> I, I just gave her twenty goddamn dollars today. I said, "Here's for December, right?" Is that is that enough, Sam? Sam wants no. more. No, <laughs> that's all she gets. The other time she might get takeout. <laughs> what do you guys park in like a different location every time? Right, you got like neighbors complaining about the car pollution, no. the noise no. pollution. So, so here's the funny thing. When we do our podcast, so we record on Thursdays. When we do our podcast, we either go to the Lowe's parking lot because they got free Wi-Fi or we do Safeway, the grocery store. Nice. But when we visit, but when we do interviews and we visit with friends, we go to a different, we go to a different area. We're by the lake. It's not a lake. Oh, I thought it was a lake. It's, it's a, a river. Oh, it's a river. I don't know. It's a piece of water. Got a case you got to get rid of the body? You, the guess yeah. it might go wrong with that guess. You might have to dump that body at any time. Yeah, We're doing it. It's not as far to take it. <laughs> that is an interesting uh, choice, though, to from the super center to Lowe's, and then you're like, but when we're with somebody else, it's got to be by the river. The guest is always nervous, <laughs> like yeah, just like mouthing, "Help me!" the whole time, like <laughs> yeah, exactly right. This way, it's like it's like it's like it's like companies coming over, right? We we, we polish the silver. Lisa, oh, we're that's keeping it classy. We're keeping impressive. it classy. That's right, Samantha. We're keeping it classy. How did you guys meet? Oh my God! Yeah, about a trillion years ago. Yeah, we worked together at the same retail store. If I if I would have killed somebody in Canada, I would have already served that sentence. That's how long we've been friends. For. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, we've been friends for like almost twenty years now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, wow. we get along. We got along working together, and then we just stayed friends. We quit the we quit that job the same time together, yeah. and and then we've just always been friends since. And we just get along and laugh and talk and. What cool. the hell? I only want to throw something at her every other day. No, so it's, it's more every day. It seems like it seems like you're always <laughs> threatening me with something. Do you, do you guys know Usually... Frankie McDonald being up in Canada? He's a friend of ours. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I don't know Frankie. Do you know Frankie? Oh, who the hell's Frankie? I don't know. It's a friend. What what part of Canada is he from? He's from uh, uh, uh what's that he thing? He says under it a hundred times. He's um, from under Canada. It's like that little area that's not Canada. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Sydney, Nova Scotia. Sydney, Nova Scotia. Is that is that? Do you guys look down at Nova Scotia? Do you shake your head at Nova Scotia? I do. I right now I'm kind of shaking my head at you two. Yeah, because that's nowhere near us. No, but it is part of Canada. You guys are so wide up there. You guys are so big that country. Like it's, it's huge, eh? Yeah, it's a big country, and not like not a lot of people. Not like you guys. Are you guys in the French Canada part or the 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 good oh, Canada part? We're in the boring prairies. We're in the prairie part. Oh, you guys are like uh, the, the the hillbillies of Canada. I, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's fair. No, not, not the two of us. We're we're Lisa and Sam are hillbillies. No, no. Not. but I think, but that's kind of fair. Right? The prairies can be kind of hillbilly. We're not hillbillies. Okay, fine. No, no, Alberta. Wait, I don't know. We're just like, we're just like prairie folk. I think we're just kind of, are we simple? We're so, not. We're not simple. <laughs> it's the Midwest of Canada. You guys are in the Bible Belt of Canada. We're like, are we like Montana or Idaho? Yes, no, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. We're I don't know like, what we are. We're like Ohio. We're Ohio. 
We're in New Jersey. You guys should do yourselves a favor, though, and uh, look up uh, Frankie McDonald on YouTube. He's, Get him he's on your a show. Canadian celebrity. Yes. Like, very important. Hey, he's, he's got a dollar store commercial and a book out and a bobblehead. And, uh, <laughs> that commercial's amazing. Oh. He's What's that? That's pretty cool. If he's got a bobblehead, that's worth looking up for sure. Yeah. And he's on the Canadian dollar store commercial. They don't even let him talk. I wonder why, but yes, they have them. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Canada for you right there. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. What has been your favorite episode of your show so far? Whoa. Um, Samantha, do you have a favorite? Uh, no. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I, I think I think one of my very, okay, I'm saying it, my favorite one is the one where I like what we watch, what show, what TV shows do we watch when nobody's looking? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a while back. But you oh, know what we do? That's a cool subject. It's, every week is just different. Like, so that one we talked about my favorite TV show, which is Forged in Fire. Which that, she can't cut steel. No, I think if I tried to cut steel, I no, could cut steel. No, you can't. Yeah, I think I could. <laughs> no, you can't. But then we had an episode where we were like, we because it was like so cold, it was like minus 40, and we did a recording <laughs> from an underground arcade <laughs> with a car running, and we almost had carbon monoxide poisoning. An, an underground what? Arcade? Arcade? <laughs> Parkade, like a, like parking, like a parking garage. Oh, oh. wow! For like two hours, and we almost had carbon monoxide yeah. poisoning. Did you guys go to the ER afterwards? Like, is that the bonus no, like Patreon episode? We should have, hey? Because we both got home, we got we got to our own homes, and it's like, man, I'm lightheaded. Oh, I feel sick. <laughs> why does everything? It was like a bad move. Why does everything look purple? So, so well, your yeah, exactly. your favorite <laughs> show. You, your favorite show is the one that you almost died doing. <laughs> yeah. That's that's bragging yeah. rights. Bragging rights right there. I like that. That's how tough these two chicks are. Show must go on, guys. Show must go on. Wow. We got to do that where we like suck the hose off your tailpipe, Driz. Whatever you are, Driz. I don't even know who's They melt through. together. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. It was so cold. No matter what the heat was, it's like we should have had toques on and people were like, you guys are, my husband was like, you guys are fucking idiots. I'm like, yeah, we are. <laughs> Whatever. What do you got to do? You got to do what you got to do. When you podcast from a car, what can you do? You got to. You got to take that risk. You got to take that risk. Yeah. I don't care right? who you are. Take one for the team. Yeah, you don't take a day off that day. You just fucking do it no you matter just what. suck up that tailpipe. You, you dread it. You just dread it. The whole you, you don't look forward to that the whole day. You're at work and you're just like, God, this is going to suck. But you do it. What um, Commitment. I, I want to say... Uh, a big birdie told me that Sam has an upcoming trip to New Jersey planned. Yes, she does. <laughs> Is that big bird a Buchanan by chance? Yes. I was going to ask if you could tell us. What your trip to New Jersey is. <laughs> I'm going to go see John Buchanan. That's her boyfriend. That's my date. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, he changed his name. It was the Brand X Podcast. He okay. just changed the name, correct? Yes. To- uh, the unbelievably stupid, stupid podcast. podcast. Cool. And what? What do you know? I, I mean, I should ask him, but why did he change the name? Uh, he just wanted to rebrand because he's got new co-hosts, so he cool. just thought he'd give it a go. John's... I listened to the first episode; and it was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they put one out yet. I know. I saw well, they changed the name, but I, I I didn't know they put one out yet. John's a great guy. John's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And he does our editing too, so he tries. He's he's such a good sport. He tries to make the car sound even better. <laughs> does he cut out like the rattling noise and the and yeah, the chassis? I don't know. I don't know about cars. There's nobody who wants these two girls out of the car more than him. Yeah, and your husband <laughs> and my husband. Yeah. Is your husband just love that though? And he's like, thank God she's doing a podcast. She's she's out of my hair for now. 
Yeah, yeah, and you know, and he—that's one hundred percent my relationship with him too, right? He's like, yeah, as long as you're with Sam, right? Whatever you need to do, as long as you're not around here, that's good. He appreciates me so much. He got me tickets to my favorite guys. So. Okay, he'll buy you tickets to any concert, just as long as he doesn't have to do it, and I don't have to be around him. Oh, jeez. Sam, what's your favorite guys? What, what's that? Oh, Michael Bublé is coming to uh, Canada. He's Michael coming to Saskatoon. Bublé. Shut up. I hate Michael Bublé. Yeah, I love him. I know. And, 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 and he's, he's Canadian? Putting, <laughs> I'm putting the bill for that. I, no, your husband did. My husband did. It's what was his song? Me. You're beautiful? No, his song is every old song, every old crooner. Yeah, I don't know. I remember one song, and I just remember Opie and Anthony back in the day. Like Anthony, I think, making fun of it. I, I don't know if that's the song. I don't know if that's the guy. I don't know any Bublé. I don't know Bublé. He's a Canadian and he's awesome. He's a Canadian. We'll give him that. (laughs) Who's like the best Canadian star up there? Frankie McDonald. The best Canadian star is Anne Murray. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. She's my favorite. She's old and retired, but she's She's my favorite. (laughs) What about Michael J. Fox? Do you guys yeah, like look you know, down on him? Awesome, sure. You can't go wrong with that. You can, he's funny. Um, Eugene Levy was just on. Uh, was he just on Ellen's show? Yeah. And he's a good Canadian guy. Cool. Oh my God, you guys should watch Shit's Creek. It's yeah, hilarious. It's super funny. What's that on? Netflix. CBC. Oh, well, yeah, it's it, Netflix too. Yeah, and Netflix. No, it's on Netflix. Who's in that? They had Eugene Levy. They had to keep keeping it out because because he was on because they were on Ellen and because she's daytime TV yes. every time that they would say Shit's Creek they had to beep it because she can get fined. <laughs> wow, is that that's Eugene Levy's new show? Yeah, yeah. I think it's been on for a couple of years, but it's really good. Yeah, cool. it's really good. Yeah, I'll definitely. Canadians are pretty funny people. Yeah, we're funny. I used to like uh, John Lajoie, and then like oh, he's... John Lajoie is great, but then he did some like yeah, like serious serious music stuff, thing, right? and I was like. Eh. Uh, see, that's that's where Canadians go wrong, right? We can't go to we can't go serious. No, <laughs> Minute we go serious, then like nobody, everybody hates us. Gotta stay funny, then then we love, then we Americans love you guys. Then you get yeah, to right? go serious. As soon as, soon as we hit the serious note, people are like, get out. We write you off. Yeah, no, get out of yeah, here. Right? Yeah, you guys kick us to the curb so fast. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have anything planned special for Christmas? For the show. Oh, you know what? We both work in retail, so we hate Christmas. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but for the show, what are we doing? We're actually, we're recording tonight and we're talking a little bit about Christmas. You know what? We, we overdid Christmas last year. So last year was our first year of podcasting, uh, through the Christmas season. And we did four weeks of like Christmas and we (laughs) vowed to never do that shit again. Yeah. We did it an extra like, show last oh, year. It was, with so, Christmas it was so horrible. horrible. We it did. Horrible. We did. Tis the season. We're in the season. We hate the season. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Oh goddamn! Yeah, it's just it's crazy retail at, at this time of year. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. it makes you just wish the holidays away. You just like, when is this shit gonna be over? This is garbage. Yeah, but then it's kind of our own fault for being part of it too, right? Yeah. So, so, we gotta we gotta own it a little bit. Well, Jessica, Jessica Cupperman. Yeah, Jessica Cupperman. She was on our show a couple of weeks ago. We did an episode with her, and we called it the American. And uh, we were comparing Thanksgiving Day notes, and she was she told us she has no sympathy. She said, "You two are in retail. You own that shit. <laughs> it's your fault. It's yeah, your it's fault. your fault. It's Stop complaining." Fault. Which one of you guys has a drug dealer neighbor? I saw that in your show notes. Oh, that's me. That's Lisa. Yeah, right? They're meth. They're on meth. Oh, meth. I had one last, I think it was last year or the year before, that was heroin. And they did, like, a big bust. Like, I was outside having a cigarette one night, and I see, like, 
50 guys in like black march up on this house. I'm like, oh my God, they're getting killed over the drug deal or something. Uh, and it ended up being a SWAT team. They brought in like trucks and all this shit, all this shit. These guys had like assault rifles, but I'm out there watching so this crazy. and I'm like, I don't know what I do. What do I do? Do I call the cops? Do I run in my house? These guys are going to kill me. They saw me. And so I yeah. just, I knelt down in a neighbor's garage by the fence and I had the phone out ready to call and then all of a sudden a flashlight shines on me and this guy's like, get back in your house. This is a drug raid. We're the cops. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Okay, all right. I Thank was you. just going to call you. <laughs> yeah, I was just calling you, bro. I was looking out it's for so you guys. Crazy. But it was crazy. It's like... so, it is so crazy. Like, my, my meth neighbors, like, they're pretty like they're pretty friendly, but um, but so good. Like, they're pretty friendly, but they have to when stay have meth. every single night. And every night they get into this, the guy starts moving out all the furniture, and I'm like, dude, come on, it's the middle of the friggin' night. And then they start fighting, and then I open up my apartment door, and I'm like, can we pick this up tomorrow? Because she's not going to rehab tonight, dude. Have you so been in the house? It. Is it clean? Like, or is, is, I mean... no, I don't. I don't want to go in. It. I just, I just like, I just like open up the door, just like my door a little bit, and they're just right across the hall. You gotta but like infiltrate ago, it. You gotta bring guy, and they were like gangsters, and that was scarier. Whoa, where do you live? That's like yeah. the ghetto. That's not country. You live, no, wait, you, you live think, in like an apartment think, building, it's then, not right? The ghetto, but but every now and then we get the odd ghetto people yeah. in the oh, ghetto. Yeah. Is it like an apartment building you live in? Because you said you, you can see the door across yeah. from your door. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. an apartment, yeah. and so so we have to put we have a note on our door that says you knock on our door before you enter because sometimes the meth heads they get confused, right? And they think that oh it's my house, and it's like no, yes. it's my house. Just yeah. write no meth. Yeah, Just write no meth on your door. No math. Right. Yeah, Sorry, no math. My husband's like, this is bullshit, man. He puts a big piece of, <laughs> puts a big note. And my husband's a big guy, right? Yeah. He's like 6'6". Six, six, puts a big note on the outside of the door. He works nights, and I'm like, they like, all of a sudden, the door is on beach. I'm trying to open the door in the middle of the night. He's like, I'll take care of that. I'll put a note up. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but I wonder why like, he's not like, we could be making this, this meth money. We could be making our own meth over here. I tell you, I, I, I wonder how lucrative it would be, right? Just keep her in her meth, and then she'd probably just shut up sometimes at night. I don't know. And everyone's oh, crazy. Geez. But every now and then, right, you just get a crazy in your building, and it's like, what do you do? Yes, yes. I, I love some of you guys' show notes, too, because I saw that. I saw Lisa is a toucher. Is that like you touch people when you talk to them? <laughs> Or what is a toucher? I don't know. I don't want to know. Do I want to know? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> For our first interview, isn't it? We don't know you guys that well. <laughs> you know what? Okay. So, so what? What I so so me being Lisa, I'm just weird. I'm just a really odd duck, okay? And I'm I'm like a face toucher. So I touch everything. So I'm like that's She's what we're talking about. Is touching my face. Anything else I touch, that's my own business thing. She touches bread. I touch bread. I love to squeeze fresh bread at the store. <laughs> Like, I just love it. It's like, it's, yeah, I tell it's like you. a weird, you can't go grocery shopping with her because yeah. she touches everything. Like, just set me in the bread aisle and just let me touch. I tell, oh, <laughs> it's just a weird, creepy, creepy thing. Try it. <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> That's weird. But I also saw Sam doesn't mind secondhand shoes. That's. Do you sniff that's the yellow. shoes? Come like... on! And that's weird, right? She's buying other people's shoes. <laughs> How do yeah, you... I don't think I could do that. Where yeah, do you go for second-hand shoes, Sam? Put your feet shoes. in other people's shoes. That's gross. I'm they... just touching fresh bread. They, they were a nice-looking pair it of shoes. doesn't matter. There's somebody else's shoes. Oh, Sam, Sam, did you just do this once, or, or do you just like second-hand like shoes? Like hand-me-downs, or do you seek out? I think she's I went, starting to seek. I, I went to, like, a used clothing store. Mm. It was near my parents' house. Yeah, that you'd never been in before. Once. Once, 25 years ago, and you decided I need new shoes from there. It makes no sense. Guys. 
Sorry. I was saving like the environment. You're not. It's just crazy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, those shoes could be in Atlanta. We knew a guy, BL. We always refer to him as. Um, he came into work one day. He's like, I got these shoes from from this. Somebody passed away. Somebody was dead. And I'm like, you're wearing dead man's boots. Like, you're gonna start yeah, acting crazy cool. in these dead man boots. Yeah, and you don't know where those shoes have been or what they've been doing. No, it's not my thing. That's your thing. But you don't know, Sam. They could be dead people's boots, and you could start yes, acting thanks. crazy. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. They were too classy for that. No, dead people wear classy shoes. They could have been the dead person's shoes. They could have took them off right out of the coffin. And like, yeah. nobody's going to oh, see these. God. These are going in the ground. <laughs> we're going to... Okay, creepy funeral people. Just saying. <laughs> We're going to get a few bucks off these shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I've been cured. No, no, bud. no more. I've been shamed. I appreciate that. <laughs> it was in the show notes. I didn't I didn't make right. this up. That's right. We put it in there. It makes it public. public. Oh, God. You guys, though, too, I wanted to say, because um, I remember you've been part of Potter Family for a while, and we're in that group message where we share our shows and stuff. You guys, I think, never were going to um, show your faces, right, on, on your show? We started. That was our goal was to never show. Remember, yeah. we, we never wanted to show our faces. Now we pimp our faces out everywhere we can. You pimp our faces I out. I do, yeah. Sam, Sam's not the social media girl, right? It's me. But it's a, so do you do, like, a video? So do you do I'm a live, like, video? And Twitter, it's me, guys. Do you do, do, like, a live video podcast, though, or is it pre-recorded? We, do, uh, you know, we just did our first. We do it on Facebook Live. We do a Facebook Live for maybe 20 minutes before we do our our podcast and then but last week we did our first facebook live podcast yes cool that's cool yeah we yeah. get a lot of good traffic on facebook it's cool seeing uh get a lot of good comments like fan interaction on facebook i think yeah, it's kind of fun yeah it is and um uh, i was gonna ask so why were you not going to show your faces because as soon as we started i'm like when can we go live we got to figure out how to get this live like i wanted to go live <laughs> i don't know what was the reason behind i don't it. know i think it was more you because sam first off sam didn't have facebook or any social media no, so except so, for instagram instagram right so she wasn't really very comfortable with that and then that just kind of became our thing right because because our our logo is just a cartoon yeah and then yeah and then one day we and just then like Lisa- pressured me yeah. into it i said we're going to take a selfie and we're putting it and i'm there. like no and we did it and we did it so now we're out there now people see our they see our mugs now we don't care good for you guys that's that's a good yeah. that's a good step like i remember slim started when we started he said about like uh stepping out of his comfort zone that's what he appreciated about the show like yep. And I think that's you too, Sam. Hey? Like, I think that was your thing. Yes. Yes. I'm so shy. Now you're, well, <laughs> you were social media shy, right? <laughs> that's a weird yeah, one that's- too. Like, I wouldn't jump into Instagram. Like, I think Facebook is like the first step. And then Twitter's like, you know, you get a little more addicted. And then Instagram is like when you're, you're it's like your neighbors. It's like your meth lab labors. Neighbors. That's labors. exactly right. You're just saying <laughs> hi to everybody Instagram. and nobody gives a shit, right? Nobody's, nobody judges on Instagram. They no. don't care. I think Instagram just loves is it, is, is it good? I, I have never delved into the Instagram. Yeah, I think people on Instagram just love, there's nothing negative. No, oh. it's just, they, all, all you can do is either you keep your mouth shut or you just like it. When, when you like that it, it's with the heart. That's just positive. Twitter's gotten crazy. Um, I know every week or two, I get somebody coming at me over something. Um, uh, who is it? Doug from Who's Right Podcast. I tweeted, yeah. I texted him a few, like the last time something happened. And he's just like, yeah, Twitter's got to be the worst. Twitter is. Well, 
and John gets himself into hot water yes. on, on Twitter. A lot. I've we been in it with John. Hot water, but I live vicariously through you guys that kind of do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, me and John and David, the producer, once were yeah. in a war with somebody. It was, it was good. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, and now with John's new podcast, yeah, because John now he's starting to stir the pot. He's starting to send out tweets yeah. and stuff. And John like, oh, does that. John it. stirs the pot. John definitely starts a little, <laughs> little stuff. Yeah, John is John's a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, so fun. <laughs> That's great. That's great. What um? Oh, what, I'm I'm just trying to look through my notes. I think, I, I think we got through everything. I think we got through everything. And you know what? We appreciate you guys because you guys, ever since the beginning, you guys have always been a good support with us. You guys are always retweeting our stuff, and and you know we always appreciate that you guys do that for us too. Yeah, no, that's 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 everything. Uh, yeah, I built I built the Twitter off. Yeah, I was gonna say that's all Rob. Over like the I don't years and yeah, do I try to do uh, anybody that retweets retweets me or like in the group messages. There's the Potter family, and there's one other one that just started. a few months ago called like i think ghost of the stratosphere is the show and they started like a group message and it's great yeah we share our shows and then we retweet them for each other like it's really yeah and now and we just joined the pod fix network and now they're part of they're they're doing a lot of retweeting and stuff too cool cool yeah watch out though some networks though we haven't had luck with some networks <laughs> I, I, yeah, there was a point and we're still on some networks but there's a point i'm like it won't hurt to get on this network. And then you find out those people in the network, they're fucking bags of shit. Mm-hmm. And you're fucking... <laughs> and you're arguing with everybody on the network. I had one, like, yeah, where, like, I had a disagreement with one show on the network and then, like, five other shows and the guy that ran the network coming at me. Like, wait, I can't disagree wow. with this asshole because he was an asshole? Like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah, exactly. And if people are being assholes, you know what? We have the right to say that, right? We have a right to call them out. Yeah. And yeah, for the most part, we've we've had good experiences with networks. But yeah, there's been one or two that have been garbage. So yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna seek any more out. I don't think. I don't. No, think. you guys are good. You guys I think are good. We're established. Yeah, we're made men. We're made. Yeah, men. for sure, you guys are made men. <laughs> we are definitely made men. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much. Where can everybody find you guys? Samantha. Uh, they can find us on oh, uh, for social media, around. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. But uh, our main handle is Podbean. Cool. But you can find us on any podcast app. Yeah, okay. we're all over Twitter. Like, like, like we are like we are like Twitter crazy. So we're yeah, like I, I we're I shake I underscore score shake my head at Twitter. Uh, I shake my head on Instagram, and uh, we're just having a lot of fun. Same thing with our Facebook group page. We're just having a lot of fun out there. So so I think I think we're starting to become pretty visible, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we just want to interact and get to know people and see where see what happens. Awesome. Best of luck. You guys sound like you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, like having a good time and all that. Were you going to say yeah. something? Oh, I was just going to say Podbean is great, right? Oh, Podbean's great. Podbean's so amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It's so amazing. We were so lucky. They we they interviewed us about almost a year ago. Yeah. And oh. they were so, like, they were, that was so fun. And they were so awesome. Too. That's cool. Just so everybody, the- everybody in podcasting is just good. Just on their support level, like I'll I'll just message them about a support issue, and in minutes they got back to me, and they yeah. they always uh, tell you the right thing. Where like we That's used awesome. to use SoundCloud, and oh my god, and I, it was a I remember you got to get arguments. With oh them. yeah, I'd be arguing with wow, them. They right? would just be like, oh, they would they were the worst. Podbeam featured yeah, us no. too, and you just yes, 
Podbean yep. featured us, uh, I think, about a month ago, like on their front yeah, page. Yeah, yes, like, that's right. I did see that. And they featured us not too long ago, too. Yeah, awesome. they're, they're, to me, they're, we're not changing. We're sticking with them forever. <sighs> that's, they definitely, they definitely, uh, they're definitely a good, good uh, yeah. website. Thank yeah, you guys, absolutely. though. Thank you so much for talking to us. Okay, thanks for asking thanks, us to guys. come and chat. No problem. Have a good one. Okay, you take too. care. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. We will be back with Kevin Sizemore from Fear the Walking Dead, Intensive Care, and more. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm psyched. We are going to be right back. This is the Slambagini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or of little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Sometimes my music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Because I'm a dash of Adam Driver makes it coupon sense Matt's a dapper dude dashing but I'm foobar mess Give me a beat, give me a pen in the pattern then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better but I'm goofy as heck Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest hint of doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations your expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard that and ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words. Said it worry because you're sure that a rapper spitting verses as perfect as you have is deserving of a sure passion. Yeah, oh. It's the entitlement and attitude. Look, everybody gotta pat you on the back, but alas, you're a hack and you're whack, so you have to lower your expectations. So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySauceSound.com and start listening today. Yeah. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, the editor and creator, fluffer for Comics Watching Comics, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim Show! Hey guys, what's going on? What's up, what's up, brother? How are you, man? Great, how you doing? I'm doing well, man, I'm doing well. It's uh, balmy I... 54 degrees in Florida right now. That's that's pretty nice. It was like 44 today, yeah, like up here. It was pretty nice today. It had been freezing, but... What's the coldest it's gotten? Uh, yesterday it hit 43, um, yeah. and then this weekend it's supposed to hit in the 40s again, like uh, maybe like 39. It's that guy you guys are like panicking down there. Right. <laughs> You're all wearing like five layers of clothing. It's so oh, cold. Yeah. Is that what you guys do? Like wear five t-shirts when it gets... Oh, you- we got thin blood down here, bro. So, you know, it's like, fuck, you get 50 degrees and you're breaking out the sweat. <laughs> got to put the flip-flops up. You know, you can't wear those. got to wear socks, actually. <laughs> oh, God, the socks and flip-flops. That's my damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not. The, the worst thing about down here is I can handle getting cool when I'm really hot. In the, in the winter, when I'm cold, buddy, I can't get warm. It takes forever. Dude, I, after like certain days at work when it's really cold out, even just like the concrete floor of the building I work in, like I gotta take a hot shower when I get home. That's oh yeah, because you get it in the bones, man. Yes, you it's well, especially for us when we reach our fifties, mm. you know, you feel everything. I'm almost there. I'm in the forties, bro. It gets worse. You telling me? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. 
I'll find paint. You never the bearer you. of bad news. The bearer. Of the, yeah, don't don't hate them. Don't hate the messenger. Yeah, don't hate the messenger. Don't hate the player. I hate the game. <laughs> oh, uh, now should I answer call. that? Uh, no. no, no. Hang up on it. All right. Is he is he calling back? I think that was the last. What the yeah, it might. I think that was the last guest it's calling in. Like oh, the last thirty guest. minutes what late. The guy, guys were calling. What's that? You sure it wasn't the guy you guys were calling? No, oh, it no, it wasn't we know the that. Slammer we know that number. Yeah, no. Yeah. I do too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you better call him up. <laughs> Spicoli, I love you guys for that. <laughs> you guys have been. How long have you guys been doing your show? Nine years, correct? Oh no, we're in our twelfth year. Wow. What is your? What is like? Have you ever thought of quitting? Like, what is your? Uh, what would you tell somebody just starting out in podcasting? What would I tell them? Um. First of all, you got to be serious about it. Um, it's not about being serious about your your content. It's about serious about doing it in general mm. and having a love for it. I do it. Smitty and I do it because we're friends, and this is kind of like a vent for us on Friday nights because we work hard all week long. Yes. For us to sit in here and crack up and, and tell jokes and or whatever and, and talk about whatever just to have laughs. No, I Hold on. Uh, Robin Subshow. Hey, guys, more. I've been trying to get through. Uh, have an interview. Kevin, that was uh, half an hour ago. We are on the next interview. So sorry about that. I was filming, and I was in the middle of no reception, and I was about 20 minutes behind you guys. I tried to call a few times. I am so, so, so Dude, sorry. Kate, I couldn't get out of the shooting. I'll call back. It's all right, Kevin. Um, What do, what do you guys want to do? Spicoli, do you want to uh, rebook? No, or I, No, I will call back. I will rebook. Go ahead and take him, brother. You got him on the line. Take him. Thank you so much, Spicoli. You are a class I, act, my I friend. I love you guys, man. You know I'll do anything for you guys. I love you, Thanks, brother. Spicoli. Kevin. Bro, so, so sorry. It's okay, dude. Yeah, like, we, I, I, I tweeted, and I, I figured, like, we were talking about that on break. We figured something had come up, Kev. Yeah, I'm not going to tweet it and not show up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I said he tweeted. He tweeted earlier. Kevin Sizemore, actor, producer, husband, and dad from, uh, you're originally from West Virginia, but now in L.A., correct? Yes, sir. I've been out here about 21 hard, long years. Wow. That's what I was going to say. I saw you were acting since like 88, correct? Yeah, I've been out there for a while. Has acting changed in those years at all? Dramatically. Dramatically. I was just talking with some guys the other day. Well, actually today to another buddy of mine. How back in the day we used to try to sneak on the set and we'd knock on doors and slide our headshots under doors and drop them in windows and automatically happen to be where the casting director might be walking out of a coffee shop. And it was just... It's a different world, you know. Now it's it's all about your social media status and everything's online and you're videotaping and it's just it's yeah. a whole different marketplace. Um, I miss the old ways. <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, what you prefer? Like, is it easier now? Because uh, even in like the podcast world, it just seems like an oversaturation now. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and um, I, I guess it's a, I guess you can equate this to. You know, the older guys are like, oh, you guys watch all that silly stuff on TV. I like good old Western. That's what I like. I like just a Western. Well, yes. I guess I feel like I'm an old man. I like the old stuff. Yes. The older I get, the more I revert back. Even like musically, like I remember my friend back in the late 90s or early 2000s, like pressing, you know, burning CDs, like 
bringing them yep. out on the yep. street and selling them. And yeah, now you're just like promoting your YouTube channel or your SoundCloud or whatever. Yes, it is. It's a different game. I, I didn't realize well, it hit acting I mean, that when much. When I was younger, even when I was younger, like even in junior high, my, my son, who's turning 14 next month, he doesn't get it. But I used to like have to listen to the radio and wait for that song. And it's, hey, coming up next, we're going to be playing so-and-so from uh, uh, a request from Kevin Sides. Oh, God, i got to get the recorder ready because you have to hit yes! the record and the play yes! button at the same time or you miss it. Or do you remember like waiting hours because they said they were going to play a song? You waited like an hour or more and they never even played the song sometimes. Yeah. You just sat there. You sat there. Yes, you just waited. You just and waited. That's all That's what all you had. Is they would, and they would do that. They play the song and they talk through the beginning of it and then they cut off the song at the end. You're like, man, that was the best part. So <laughs> you got to give your, you know, your girlfriend in eighth grade a song that's like, hey, everybody, here we go. And, <laughs> I don't want you to hear his voice. So yeah, but yeah, life is different, man. But yeah. congrats to you guys for for going with the times, having a successful show, and moving forward. So congrats. Congrats to you, Kevin. I, I was gonna ask, like you've been in, you've been in so much. You've been in from CSI Miami, Will and Grace, Matlock. Uh, I think the Weeds, Twenty Four, Fear the Walking Dead. You, what are you most known for? You know, it depends on which market you look at. Um, if you're into that sci-fi world, uh, the the Walking Dead 462 was pretty prominent because everyone knew that that our show was a segue show online between the Walking Dead and the Fear of the Walking Dead. It tied and bridged the gap. But oh, if you're that looking was... into, let's say, there's there, there's some of the, the 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 I guess the faith-based world. It's more like Woodlawn because a lot of people don't know Woodlawn, but it was a very very good football movie about um, Tony Nathan. He was a true story running back from um, Birmingham, Alabama. And I played a, a football coach with Nick Bishop. I was his assistant coach and John Boyd was in it. Uh, Sherry Shepard, uh, Sean Astin, Thomas Howell. Great, great cast, great movie. And it was the last high school in the state of Alabama to integrate. So the blacks didn't want to be in that school and the whites want them coming. And we had to figure out how we were going to coexist together. And it was Tony Nathan's true story. Then he went on to Alabama, two championships and he played for the Miami Dolphins. And it's a football movie that is really, um, it's really hard pressing and it's, it's told in a very unique way, but it has a faith message to it. And, um, you know, when you talk to some of those, uh, those groups, they know me from that, I guess. That's cool. And then, you know, we have, a few Christmas movies out now. Uh, Believe is now on Netflix and Amazon Prime and A Christmas Tree Miracle. So, you know, I guess it kind of depends on which genre you're looking at. But yeah. those those are the three best, I guess. What was the show you knew him from, Slim? Oh, well, no, I actually I, I only watched a couple episodes of it, but I saw that you were in Under the Dome. And I had only watched a little bit of it because uh, Dean Norris, I think his name was in it, who played Hank yeah. in, in uh, Breaking Bad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you get to meet him at all? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We had some good things. He's a he's a good guy, man. He uh, when I got killed in that show, I was actually pointing the gun at his face, and then a girl shot me in the back. Wow, that's so, amazing. Was, well, you don't have to laugh. It's not funny. <laughs> you know? uh, Here's the way I found out I was dying. It's so funny. I'm on the treadmill in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm jazz. I'm doing X amount of episodes on a network show. It's yes. fun. 
And I'm like, oh, man, it's 6 in the morning. I want to get the treadmill. I'm going to read the script. Because I always look at the beginning and the end. And I go, beginning, and I look at the end. I'm like, wait, where's my, okay, wait a minute, page 30. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Hey, honey, hello? Yeah, I'll be home in two weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, Kevin. Wow. <laughs> they never tell you. You know, you're <laughs> yeah. in and you're out. Wow. I was going to ask, too, um, you mentioned your son. Your son, Gunner, is also an actor. Yeah, yeah. He's on a new uh, animated series that just got nominated for an Annie Award uh, called Kung Fu Panda, The Paws of Destiny. That's on Amazon Prime. Yes. And it's been out for three weeks. And he plays uh, the young panda, Fowl. Wow. And um, he, has a, uh, he has a movie coming out for Nickelodeon in March, an animated film as well. And we did a movie called, uh, oh, God, The World We Make. He's in that one. Uh, that comes out in 2019. And, of course, he plays the paper boy in uh, Intensive Care, which was yes. three years ago. That was three years ago? Yeah, because that's, um, that's how we connected um, for Intensive Care. I booked you uh, for this interview. And uh, is, that, uh, is that a thriller? Yeah, it's 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 got a bunch of different genres tied in together. I mean, it's really a it seemed like it's it. really a female-driven stunt piece thriller, but it's got a it's got a little touch of comedy. It's kind of like that throwback, you know. It's kind yes. of those old movies. You don't make it more than it is, and it's just fun. It, it, it is in uh, uh, in a, nut, a nutshell, it's three low-life criminals planning to rob an elderly woman, but the elderly woman's caregiver is a former special ops agent. I'm like, yes, it does. Yep. I, I saw the I saw the trailer, and yes, it did seem to have that bit of comedy in there as well. Like, But the action, the action looked really good. Awesome. Really good, Kevin. You know, thank you. For an indie, low-budget film, we, we packed a lot of stuff into that 12 to 13, 14-day, whatever it was, shoot. I mean, we did... That money went a long way, and it's uh, it's a testament to all the people who work so hard, the cast and the crew. It was um, it was fun. Uh, Derek Bentley, the director, actually was at my house last night, and we were reminiscing over. And it was uh, it's one of those projects where you look back and you go, man, it's fun to do. Yeah, it looks. Uh, you're one of the criminals, correct? Yeah, I play one of the bad guys, and uh, there's two of us: myself and Jose Rosette are the bad guys, and the third. The bad guy, the third guy is Jay Rodriguez, who yes. kind of sets up the whole thing because his grandmother is the one dying, and he's yes. trying to break in and be like, "Hey, Granny, yeah, I hope you can give me the money." And she's like, "I'm not falling for your crap. You're getting nothing when I die." <laughs> so he's got to find a way to get that money. So he hires us uh, uh, to come in and get the money while he tries to get the caregiver out of the house. And I don't know, like I said, I haven't seen the movie. I saw the trailer, but there's like a clip with her in a bathtub and it's not completely full of blood, but it's like, you can tell there's blood in the water and it just uh, looks like, wow, okay. what happened? It's a little disturbing, a little disturbing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when you see all the stuff that she goes through to get to that point, she is, she's tough. And she, <laughs> yeah. uh, she, 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 she does a lot of stuff to us in that movie, which is really cool. It's Did a great female. It's a great female role. I love that. And is that your company? Uh, is that uh, GKG Productions that, that made that? I co-produced that with Jared in, in Genius. That those guys, they they had the, the writing and they brought it all together. And they came to me and then I came in and helped them at the back end produce part of it. Yep. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. And what is your character Seth like? <laughs> 
You know, Seth is uh, he's that guy when you go to a bar, you know, Seth will uh, he'll, he'll say he'll buy drinks for everyone, but then all of a sudden when the drinks come, he disappears. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I love yeah. Seth. I love Seth, but yeah. And like the other band I played by, he kind of just lingers like, I have to pay for this? What so, just yeah, happened? Seth, yeah. He's a, he's a showman. You know, he's a showman. He's kind of cocky and arrogant. And he's just uh, he's a blue-collar guy that thought he was going to make it big robbing back in the day, and it didn't go well. So now he's, you know, he's working a locksmith company. He's not doing too great, but he's getting by. He's he's a swindler. I love I love that. He's a mover yeah. and shaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what's great about Jose's character, you know, we're the yin and yang. I'm the hey, look at me, bells and whistles, and Jose barely speaks. He just looks at you like. Dude, I'll kill you. Just don't even say a word. <laughs> so the comedy from him is even funnier because it's less is more. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. That's great. Kevin, I want to ask you. And, you know, Leslie, which was playing the, the elderly lady that's dying. I mean, <laughs> I mean, everyone knows her from Police Academy. She was, uh, you know, the hot, beautiful blonde in Police Academy where all the guys see her coming out of the, uh, the, the, the pool with her white t-shirt on everyone goes crazy over her so you know she was a joy to work with as well kevin i wanted to ask you a question that you're probably uh sick of being asked uh are you related to tom no, size oh, okay are no, you re- i'm not you're not <laughs> you answered it before <laughs> i even <laughs> i was gonna ask if you ever confused your tom sizemore if somebody's like wait you wrote your name wrong on this autograph tom sizemore <laughs> you know, um, you know, he friended me on Facebook. We've never met face to face, though. My wife worked with him, but I've I've never met him. Wow. Yeah, I was telling some on one of our breaks. I I thought your wife was in the industry as well. So like the whole family. Yeah, she's a strength and conditioning coach. She's been training for God, almighty twenty five years. I mean, you know, she's she's been with the top celebrities on the top movies for years, and she's been. She's been doing this for a while, and it's remarkable at her job. Wow, that's amazing! That's amazing. Do you have any um upcoming? But in between all oh, that, yeah. you know, in between all that, I'm coaching basketball and flag football, and that's you know, cool. gearing up for my boy hitting high school, and wow. that's really what it's about. You know, we do all this crazy stuff so we can hopefully have time to hang out with our little guy and just enjoy life and watch him grow and progress and. Hopefully his life is better than ours was. Yes, yes, that's what I tell my kids all the time. You got to be, be, you got to be better than me. You got to be better than me. Please. Yes. Well, listen. If he if he does one thing that I did right, he'll be good because I'm married way up. <laughs> so if he does okay, because he's ten times smarter than I am and better looking. So if he marries up, he hit the freaking jackpot, dude. We're training our replacements, Kevin. That's what it is. Yep. You're right. What um, as being a dad and him being an actor, are you overprotective of him on a set? Do you ever show up and be like, if you, if you're mean to my son, I'm gonna fuck you up? You know, not, not bad because I've never. Uh, there was one time when we were doing a, a commercial together, and a director was, you know, just a jackass, and he was, you know, he was trying to push too much, and I finally had to step in and without my son knowing, I think my son was five or six at the time. And I pretty much said, this is the way it's going to go. And if you don't like it, that's fine. And then when I ended up seeing the commercial, 
that prick cut me out of the commercial. So, <laughs> wow. So he, you know, he he got his two cents worth, and uh, yeah. Gunner made you know a lot of money on the residuals, and I made a daily rate. So yeah. But um, wow. You know, Gunner carries himself in such a high high fashion. He's so mature, and you know, when when people meet him on a set or just in daily life, they 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 just see how he handles himself and he carries himself. So. He's not falling into a position where, hey, kids, stop doing that. It's just he's another actor. So, you know, I let it roll, and if I ever have to, I would. But yes. thank goodness I really don't have to worry about it. That's great. That's great. Um, I, going back to intensive care, too, uh, I was going to ask, what is your favorite part of being in that movie? You know, there are a few scenes in there that was really fun. The, uh, the one scene that you'll see with that, I don't want to give any spoilers away to people who haven't seen it. And you can catch it on Amazon Prime. You know, it's all over, you know, online if you want to grab it. But, uh, or for yourself, I don't want to spoil it. But there's a scene where um, that she has captured me in the barn towards the end of the movie. And, you, and all I'll say is I had a little bit of snot on my nose. And, and... When you see that, it's it's kind of funny because it was so cold. It looked like it was ninety degrees, but we shot this, and it was literally. I think it was thirty degrees, but it looked like it was so sunny and beautiful. And it was, I mean, just horribly cold. And instead of me saying "cut," let me just wipe my nose. I just let it go and I pushed it out, and it's it's pretty gross, dude. It's really gross. Is that when you're hanging? So, Is that when you're hanging by a noose? Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, pretty funny. I, I thought even the director was like, "What? The, what is that?" I'm like, "Dude, it's all inside. Just I'm blowing it out. It looks great. Shoot, let's go. Let's go. This is it. This so, is the take." And, and the other one of my favorite parts was when uh, I mean, all this stunt stuff is fun and great, but you know, I just thought that how they tied Gunner in as the paper boy, he's so funny because he shows up at the wrong times because someone's getting ready to get killed and you hear. And everyone freezes, like, what's going on? And we pick out the window, and there's this freaking paper boy. Hey, where's my money? And we're like, are you kidding me? He can't, he can't do it now. It's a matter of, let's shoo this kid away so we can kill someone. And then by the time we shoot the kid away, then the other person's like, hey, you don't have to kill me, but we can do this. We can work together. <laughs> well, okay, let's try that. So it's all of this back and forth. Wow, that's great. That's great. Kevin, do you have any um, upcoming projects that you could tell us about? Yeah, man, we have a movie called Mine Nine, M-I-N-E Nine. It's about the coal mining company, and cool. you can look it up. I think it's Mine Nine, the movie dot com, if I'm not mistaken. But you just look up Mine Nine movie trailer, and you'll find it. Uh, it's based in my home state of West Virginia. Uh, we shot it in Georgia. Um, Edward Mansori, he was the director on this, and great cast. It's what they did for that amount of money is phenomenal. When you see the trailer, it is riveting. And um, we're looking forward to that one. The, the World We Make is coming out in 2019 as well. And we also have a movie called Submission. It's about a guy who was in the, um, in the military. He came back to try to make it. PTSD's killing him. Uh, before he even went into the military, he was an MMA box uh, fighter. So the only way he can make money to save his friend's life is to go back into fighting again. So it's really a, an interesting MMA military tie-in. Uh, Scott Pryor. He's uh, the lead on that one and uh, produced it, so he did a really good job. Awesome, that's awesome. What's the? Uh, that's about it for me. You kind of skipped over what the uh, the world we make is about. 
Yeah, the work we make is uh, takes place in Tennessee, and I have lost my oldest son, who was 18, to a car accident. I now have a 17-year-old daughter and uh, a 13-year-old gunner, who's my son. And um, we're trying to move on without things being so crazy. But then all of a sudden, I lose my wife as well. So now it's three of us, and it was five, and I'm not taking anything well. So the two kids in my household are kind of raising themselves, and I'm kind of going through life. And my son's best friend ends up, which without me even knowing it, falling in love with my my daughter, and my daughter ends up falling in love with with him. And I love him almost as a son myself, but the town's not accepting of it because he's African American. I don't see anything about it. I think it's normal. It's just they fell in love, but the town doesn't like it. And a few kids turn on him and ruin his scholarship to go to college and he has to make new plans if he's going to end up trying to live the life he wants to live wow yeah that's a powerful piece wow yeah really 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 a fun role i I like that too um, i like being uh brave as an actor taking a role like that that's that's awesome yeah and uh, that role right there you know you gotta sometimes my character has to say a lot without saying too much because I mean, he's going through so much hell yeah. that he's not going to be like, hey, guys, how you doing? You want to go have some fun? Let's go shoot who? He's not that guy. <laughs> yes. he, he's more the guy sitting in the car. Just You see the weight on his shoulders, and you know he's thinking about, you know, where's my wife? What would we be doing right now? And, right, oh, yeah. man, I should be doing this car right now with my son. I should be doing this with him. We should be remodeling this, not me by myself. And, you know, it's mm. a lot of weight. Yeah. That's that's some that's some heavy stuff. Wow. It's it's going to be a good one. We're excited about it. We're excited for 2019 to come out. We have a few irons in the fire for uh, a directing piece that I want to do, and we're in the middle of um, doing a, the documentary for the Metal Ark Lemon story. And if you don't know who Metal Ark Lemon was, he was the the main guy for the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh wow, that's super cool. You're doing that's a documentary. documentary. Yeah, we're doing his doc. Yeah, that's so cool. that's going to be a fun piece, and uh, we're we're really looking forward to getting that out there. And we're in the the final stages of getting it rolling, which is a blast. Does it, like cool. what goes into making a documentary? <clears throat> after the contract and after the lawyers, uh, fun stuff. <laughs> Before that, it's you know it's crossing the T's and dotting the I's, and everyone's wanting the same thing. But it's got to make sure it says the right thing for everyone so we can get through and get to work. Other than that, you know, the footage has already been shot of him, the interviews. He passed away three years ago, unfortunately. But then it gets into showing the footage of where did he grow up and interviews. And, I mean, he touched so many people. You know, the Harlem Globetrotters are in 130 countries. So it's worldwide. It's not just, hey, we're doing this movie on this guy. No, we're doing a movie about a guy. Who spread joy to the entire world? Yeah, that's what this is about. Everybody. It's knows. about showing his legacy, and his, you know, him, him and my son were really close, and you know that's how I kind of got to be with him because of Gunner, because my son used to be on the show Nashville, and he was a fan of the show Nashville, and it just kind of, you know, social media is a weird, weird monster sometimes in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, it could be good, it could be bad, but yeah, that's that's amazing yeah. that I made that connection. That's amazing, Kevin. Kevin, we have to wrap this up, but thank you so much for calling us. Well, 
Dude, thank you and give super props to the gentleman who jumped off because this was completely on me, and I apologize. And uh, anything I can ever do for you guys, literally, it's a phone call. Just let me know. Absolutely. We'll definitely have you back. Where can everybody find you? Uh, Social media, it's easy. It's at Kevin Sizemore, Instagram, Twitter. I have a page on Facebook that I try to look at every now and again. But, uh, yeah, just at Kevin Sizemore, and uh, hopefully everyone has a great holiday season. Merry Christmas, and you guys and your families have a great time, and thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, Kevin. Merry Christmas. You as well, bro. Bye. Merry Christmas, Tom. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. You're now listening to J104 FM. I'm sorry, what are we listening to? Thanks, care, Kevin. Have a good one. You too, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh, funky pods with a fresh, funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Uh, 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 uh,